Wake Up Adventures. It's time for another bonus episode of Hello Hyrule. I am your tour guide, Chris, and I'm joined once again by my co-tour guide, the self-proclaimed bad boy of Zelda podcasting, Pete. I've never said that, but I'll accept it. And you could say he is the green undefined energy flowing through the analysis machine, keeping things moving tonight from the morphing grid, Kingdom Smarts, Pokemon World Tour Unite, and pretty much every other podcast under the sun. We also have Jake Mason once again. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Yes. I can't wait to talk about Pikmin 4. I got a lot of theories. I think the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first, the, one of the main characters is Olimar's daughter. Uh, so. Ooh, that would be cool. The first one yeah. you see, I think, is Olimar's daughter. Uh, we're we'll, we're going to talk we'll a little see. bit about Pikmin um, in a second. <laughs> uh, first off, really quick, Jake, thank you so much for... for being down to jump back into it i know like last time we wrapped up and we were like i think that was the last one i didn't like yeah uh-huh. i didn't think they were gonna drop this much this close um and like it's it's a lot but i also feel like they, they're like i we gave you nothing in comparison to what the whole game is gonna be yeah it feels like even though they did show us another two or three minutes of a lot of stuff they also kept a lot of secrets like i'm impressed with the restraint they seem to show yeah. in this trailer uh, first off, I want to say uh, congrats on nine years of Morphin Grid this year. Thank right? you. Yeah, yes. we just hit nine in uh, uh, about halfway through. Some at some point, halfway through January is our um, is our anniversary. We're not one hundred percent sure when it is. It's the thirteenth or the fourteenth, but uh, yeah, nine years, which is uh, a, a fourth grader, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a milestone that most podcasters are never going to hit. We've also hit, uh, I don't know what the newest episode that went up is, 622 episodes. So, I mean, we cheat and do two a week, but like, not it's not every week and uh-huh. it's, you know, it's a lot. So we've caught up to people who've been podcasting longer. Um, just, just waiting for your podcast to get old enough to drink. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've already had a couple like, oh, Josh, you're going to be 40 soon. And we're going to be talking about Power Rangers. You're going to be a 40 year old man. So. Uh, by soon, I mean in like three years. I think he just turned 37 <laughs> or he turns 37 tomorrow when we record this. Soon-ish. Yeah, soonish. I'm um, not convinced Pete and I are going to even be close to Breath of the Wild by the time the two of us are 40, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So I get that. Also, I started I told we were talking about this a minute ago, but I started playing through Kingdom Hearts one recently. And as a result, I got into Kingdom Smarts, the fantastic podcast you do with Shannon Maynard. And I'm still very early on, but I have one very important question that I wanted to ask you to start the show off. Absolutely. Hit me. The theme song for Kingdom Smarts. Yes. Now, I'm very early in Kingdom Hearts, so I don't know all the music, but I'm pretty convinced that that's a remix of Malomart from Twilight Princess. (laughs) And if anyone's (laughs) going to do it, I was like, Jake would probably find a way to put Twilight Princess. No, I actually, I'm not sure what our theme song is because I've never played the games. And so the only songs I've heard are the stuff that's in the trailers that, that I watch at the beginning of the games. I think it is the gummy ship theme um oh yeah i I basically like i went through and i just looked for something that had like a like a a, something that started like a nice little intro bit that would then kick into music that i could Uh use for it and since it's under 30 seconds it's fair use baby um (sighs) so it's i'm pretty sure it's the gummy ships theme but uh i i i don't remember what the malamart uh theme song sounds like but i'm gonna look it up afterwards see if it's like the (laughs)
It's Sonic Mania. It? <laughs> it's, it's like one of my top three. I love Twilight Princess, and it's one of like my top five elements of Twilight Princess is walking into Mallow Martin here in that music. Uh, that's the other thing since the last time we recorded one of these. You've played Twilight Princess since then. Hey, believe it or not, Jake, Twilight Princess rules. It's very good, right? Yeah. And now you can participate in the conversation, Chris. <laughs> Some would say it's one of the best Zelda games out there. It's, it's my favorite. And there was on TikTok a couple days ago, there was some slander going around about Twilight Princess. And I was like, you're lucky I don't make videos. I would really? dumpster all of you talking bad about <laughs> my perfect little game. Um, yeah. As a staunch link to the past lover and defender i feel like i just can't take anyone's zelda uh opinions personally because like yeah. it's so few people's favorite game like so few people really love it that it's like eh. i see i feel the opposite about link to the past but maybe it's because i just i watch a lot of speedrunners and uh link, oh. to the, link to the past is like one of the top yeah. speed games so like everyone loves link to the past in the the circles that i watch online right on right on i i just want to say real quick majora's mask is the best one and everyone else is wrong mm. i i also love majora's mask uh i that was my That's first great. favorite zelda game well my first was sure. probably Link to the past and then it was majora's mask once i played that and then twilight princess came out so every every couple of zelda Word. games i'm like nope this is the new best one will tears of the kingdom continue the streak we'll see We'll see. We'll see. I was thinking about this over when we were re-watching this trailer several times because, of yeah. course, <laughs> that I have this weird feeling, Jake, that this is going to, like, supersede your current favorite. It looks really, like, I when I watch the trailer for it, I get this feeling that I haven't felt since, like, the Wii was coming out. And that is that, like, that mm -hmm. little kid Christmas morning feeling of, like... Oh my god, this I'm going to get to play this game soon. Like this is going to be a real thing that I will get to like have a soon and like the last time I remember that is when I was like waiting in line for 14 hours outside of Walmart for the Wii in 2006. Whoa. In the, yeah. in the New New Hampshire November. Uh it was it was a cold night, but I got it and I played it. <laughs> uh I played Breath or Twilight Princess like immediately, so Oh, it's worth it. As an adult, <laughs> there are fewer and fewer things that can give us just that uninhibited excitement. Yeah. So like I, I hear you and we gotta hold on to that yeah. stuff. All right. So we are all chomping at the bit to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. But just really quick before, I wanted to go over the whole general Nintendo Direct that preceded it, I guess. Oh, be careful, Chris. <laughs> Not the whole thing. Actually, I very much don't want to go over the whole thing. Because I will go off about, like, Ghost Trick. I'll go off about Xenoblade. I'll, I'll just take over the whole call. See, I thought it was a very good Direct. But as I'm watching it, I was like, oh, this is a Pete Direct. Like, there is a lot of Pete stuff going on here. Uh, I'm I'm glad that that there's a direct for you because whenever they start, they're like, "Here's a bunch of RPGs." I'm like, "Oh, this this is not a Jake one. This is for somebody else." Mm -hmm. Especially when they start talking about Xenoblade, a game that I don't think anybody has ever played. I don't think that game is real. <laughs> I think I think that is a, a a tax shelter like mattress firm. It is not a real <laughs> series of games. Who can say? Like honestly, anything that I have said about it, I could have just made up wholesale. No, I would never know. So. Um, the shadow dropped Metroid Prime, oh, like a complete remaster. Yeah, Chris. that's huge because that's one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. And like, there's like, I, there's been rumor like every single every three months, there's like a oh the Prime oh. trilogy re remasters coming out for mm -hmm. the Switch. Like anytime they're like, there's a Nintendo Direct soon for everyone's like Metroid Pr Prime re, re release. Yeah, and then 
It's the new Mother 3. Yeah, and then I think this is the first time that I didn't really hear anybody say anything about it, and Nintendo was like, gotcha, caught you sleeping, here's the whole <laughs> Metroid Prime, we redid it. <laughs> the whole thing's here, and I'm like, the what? The whole thing? You just remade it and didn't tell anyone? <laughs> it's wild, it looks <laughs> so good. Really I've seen, good. I haven't played it yet, I was going to play it last night, but I, I had uh, I, the direct finished, and I was like, I'm just going to play that later, and I turned around and I had a bunch of stuff scattered. I was cleaning yesterday, and I stopped to watch the direct and completely forgot that I, my room was a complete mess. I was like, I guess I'll try again uh, tomorrow. But I, like, <laughs> from what I heard and from the little bit I've seen, it looks gorgeous. Like, apparently, like, it's not just mm-hmm. a, like, hey, we up everything, here it is. It's like, they fully, like, I, I think they took the... Like both of the, because there was a Wii version with the Wii controls to match the Metro Prime Three um, control scheme, uh-huh. and I think they took that and the GameCube controls, and they added a new control scheme like they did with Skyward Sword. So like they they did, it's more than just like a fresh coat of paint. Like they they went in yeah. and did stuff to this one, and I'm very excited to play it. I'm psyched. I want to just like really quick to add to that. The physical edition is coming out the day after my birthday. So anybody out there? Oh, there's a physical. Oh, the, hmm. <laughs> now I kind of want to wait because it's really easy for me to not play a video game. Um, but like if I'm you know they got Metroid Prime coming out on cartridge like i already i have it on gamecube right over there i could go look at it but and i could play it i have a gamecube right here too but nothing will stop me from playing it again i already have like the steelbook version of the trilogy from the what was it (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i'm i'm very excited i didn't know that was gonna be and it's like 40 bucks too like which is yeah reasonably priced yeah so wild absolutely wild they're like oh by the way here's metro prime stop (laughs) talking about it and i i kind of love that they did that just because like there are some other games that maybe we shouldn't mention even on this podcast because they're so over mentioned in the community but there are maybe mm. some other remasters or ports that are are commonly mentioned and them just shadow dropping this does kind of make it feel like oh maybe those other remasters do exist somewhere and right. they're just waiting for the right moment to shadow drop those maybe not in the year where another mainline version of that franchise is coming out <laughs> right game boy and game boy advance games came out on switch and oh, a lot of people right. listen to the tears of the kingdom episode episodes if you're listening to this and you're playing the minish cap on game boy advance we got a whole season on it yeah lucky you you can go back and listen to <laughs> to us while you play it it's a great game and we had a lot of fun doing that season and now that you're done they put it out on the nintendo switch in, the, in a much more convenient way to play it this is the same problem that i have had with power rangers on youtube for the past year and a half <laughs> yes that's right like it's not awful playing it on wii u but it's just a bit more inconvenient but like i'm glad it exists on switch now like i'll take it but yeah like Um, yeah but so is like the both the oracle games are on there and i think links awakening they're on the way they didn't drop yet okay because i i links awakening is on there yeah okay yeah Yeah, so um so there's there's the 3ds i think was the the last easy place the 3ds and the wii u uh e-shops are like the last easy place to get those and they like are either shutting down next month or just shut down or something like that so yeah it's good that nintendo's like hey don't worry you can get some nintendo you can still get the zelda games you like here absolutely, you, absolutely. don't worry you legally can't pirate these right, right. now don't <laughs> you don't have to it's, here, here you go all right with that do you guys want to jump into this trailer? I would love to. I would like nothing more, Chris. <laughs> we're sitting here talking about all the other stuff. Uh, we're, uh, this is a Zelda podcast. Yes, yes. All right. In this trailer, per moment, there is a lot more spoken word. The focus is really, I think, on some of the, the actual lines of dialogue. Uh-huh. So maybe we start with that, huh? Well, uh, there. I mean, I'm really glad that you start with this, Chris, because my number one thing, my bullet point that I wanted to talk about is that for the first time ever we hear ganondorf's voice holy cow are we 
100% on that being Ganondorf. I, I mean... I, I, they might freak us on the okie doke and be like, it's somebody else, but I... I feel like it's going to be Ganondorf. It's Matt Mercer, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, no one has confirmed yes. it, but everyone says it. And I have listened to his voice, uh, uh, not a lot compared to a lot of people, but a fair amount. And I'm pretty sure that's him. I am a big fan of Critical Role. Okay. So you could confirm way more than I could. Yeah. I'll say parenthetically, episodes are way too long. That's why I have not gotten into them. <laughs> <laughs> As a result, I recognize all of those players' voices like immediately to almost to a detriment for my part because <laughs> I I have this problem with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not on critical where, That's why not, Tom. Where he's a where, where Tom, Tom Hanks is a really good actor, you guys. Like he's talented. But he's always Tom Hanks. He's prolific. But he's in so much stuff. I no longer see a character. I just see Tom Hanks. Oh, gotcha, And I've heard gotcha. Matthew Mercer's voice for so long and so many hours. And he's really good. He's a great voice actor. I'm glad. I'm sure he's going to do a great job. But for me, I just hear Matt Mercer. Okay. And that's really weird for me. That makes sense. I feel like I'm like that with like a couple voice actors um but usually it's in like a oh sweet they're in this way because i like what i watch it i only watch anime dubbed because i am dyslexic so reading mm. while listening to a language i don't know is uh, like torture for um, sure so like but it, like there's like xena robinson is uh like he's 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 in more stuff than just anime now um he's a hunter on owl house and he's on oh he's on big city greens i don't know his character because i all i've only watched that show like on tv when i was dog sitting and like i don't i didn't retain a lot of and then he was like young andreas in um amphibia which is speaking of kingdom hearts they just tucked a little birth by sleep right in the end of uh oh did they it's literally like hey here's a prequel from a thousand years ago uh anyway and it's it's 15 minutes 11 minutes long and it's perfect um but he plays the young version of nice. the king in that but like whenever I hear him, I'm like, oh, sweet, that's Zena Robinson. But I also for a second, I'm like, that's Zena Robinson. That's no longer whoever I'm watching. That's him. So I, I get that. Mm -hmm. Did you know that this is the second time Matt Mercer has played Ganondorf? What? Yes. There is. Oh, okay. Yes. I guess I'm the only one. There was a web series uh, that came out in like 2009, um, which I saw somebody refer to as the early days of the internet. <laughs> Ooh. And, oh, no. wow. Not that, exactly. That was very funny to read. And I was like, I, that makes me think that you're 14. Um, but um, mm -hmm. it, it was uh, it was called There Will Be Brawl. Um, yes. I remember that. Yeah. He plays Ganondorf in that. Wow, um, so wild. he has won the long game if he does play ganondorf officially in uh a legend <laughs> of zelda game he has won he like no one no one has pulled a longer better con than that um but yeah he's him he's also plays uh i think he plays kirby he voices kirby in that as well um who is hannibal lecter because it's like what if right. like what if uh the Super Smash Brothers was uh like dark and gritty, and it's done. It's done uh -huh. as like half parody and half serious, and it I think it's mm -hmm. really well done and it's pretty fun. Um, there is a part where Mario says it's a gonna be a brawl, um, and I I I, I did like lose my mind at how how well it was done. <laughs> um, it is very 2009 though, so if you do hunt it down and watch it, just keep that in mind. Nothing ages well anymore, uh, especially anything from a, a an aught. <laughs> so yeah, not from the early days of the yeah. internet. <laughs> <laughs> 
2009. Turning to dust as we speak. So getting back to this this Matt Mercer performance, uh, we have Ganondorf throughout the trailer saying, rise, rise, my servants, sweep over Hyrule, eliminate this kingdom and her allies. Uh-huh. What did you what did you make of hearing Ganondorf's voice the first time? It, it was mostly Matt Mercer's dragon voice. Okay, we'll see that. <laughs> Um, I, 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 it just sounded like a gravelly man to me. Um, so, but I also do think that if it's not Ganondorf, that like, it's malice, like, like mm. the this is the, he is the voice of sentient malice because there's also a lot of like okay. the blood moon and like, there's a lot of weird stuff where like malice just kind of shoots out of the sky and turns into book hoblins. Um, absolutely. That is yeah. really weird. Um, and, and so I, I do think it is Ganondorf, but I just want to put, like, if I'm putting like all my money down on Ganondorf, I am going to put one ship down Mm -hmm. on maybe, maybe that voice is malice and Ganondorf, Ganondorf, because my dream is that like Ganondorf is a victim of circumstance, um, because of the demise curse and malice and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, like I would like them to be like, now the Triforce is against a thing, um, and that I just think that would kick uh, I, a good amount of butt. I was really <laughs> honestly, I was very much on that train because, like, knowing that a uh, a direct was coming, I listened to our last two bonus apps about this game, and I got really jazzed about the possibility of this trio being, you know, allies yeah. in future games going forward. I'm like, that is that would be a perfect like change, like especially if this is about the cycle, yada yada. Yeah. Uh, but now just hearing Ganondorf give kind of like almost a generic villain bad guy it speech. It is a little on the nose for villain who who is omnipotent in a way. Like <laughs> it is it is very much because like, yeah, I don't like I forget what you said a minute ago, but like rise, rise, my mini like that. Like, yeah, yeah, come on. Arise bad guys <laughs> yeah. and do bad guy things. <laughs> I mean. It, it is. It, it totally does have that problem. I agree. But it's also, I think, indicative of the fact that he's launching Malice into like we're seeing Malice corrupt and possess and upgrade these creatures throughout. And the specific use of the phrase eliminate this kingdom and her allies, it's doing that mm. thing where it like takes a location and, and personifies it. Yeah, in a way sure. that like when you look at like Tears of the Kingdom, again, the, the title of the game itself is also kind of per- personifying the idea of a kingdom, uh, which sure. was yeah. at least, I, I guess, coherent. Like it's at least uh, consistent, rather. Now I kind of um, have this idea of Hyrule itself, like helping them at some point. And I'm a big sucker for that kind of thing. So I, I'll... I don't know how that could turn out, but I could be I would be very excited. Link's going to make a spirit bomb at the like end. Like some, you know, like it's just <laughs> just like because there's also like the like the the hieroglyphs we get like kind of a better look at and like there is like a shot in this of possibly Hylia. It's it's oh, we'll get to we'll that. Get, I mean, we'll get there, but like I if that could be like actually like what's up? I am the goddess Hylia. You know, the one that you pray to, that's me. Here I am. I'm going to help you now. Um, like that would, that would be pretty radical. Uh, I don't know if they will do that, but I, you know, I don't know either, but like considering how easy it was to write that theory off the first time we sat and recorded one of these (laughs) and how close we are to that being a possibility now, three, three of these in, it's like, wow, I can't believe, uh, we got here. This is crazy. Anyway, there, the, the trailer itself starts with this big 
visual explosion, this big red explosion uh, w- with it within it. We can kind of vaguely see like a silhouette. Did you guys catch this? Yeah, I was wondering about this because is this a shot of someone popping in or a shot of someone popping out like being defeated? Yeah, it looks like being defeated to me, but I like after seeing because like the bokoblins like could just like kind of pop in it it is a similar thing but this definitely looks like they are exploding from de- death from being dead it now does. <laughs> yes there's a a general vibe of death going on yeah. in this moment but yeah i i don't know the the, the you know I've, I've seen people make the comparison already but the hands that we see here we do see some dr octopus robot uh, arms later on in the trailer that look a lot uh-huh. like the arms that we see in this moment in this flash. You think so? Those are, those are just guardian arms, though, right? Like they kind of are. Later. Yes. Cause the, yeah, like I can see, uh, yeah, there's kind of ridges on this, huh? That's, hmm. I mean, I don't, I might be reading into nothing, but it could, know. it could go either way. Yeah. I also, the, this one on top of these ones in like the weird Chico place, one of them's got a speaker. I don't know what he's going to do, but it's going <laughs> to, <laughs> Things are about to pop off in a major way, I think. Well, really quick, really quick, before we move on to the the the, the strange arm chamber, <laughs> uh, I I honestly think that like that shot looks like a silhouette of like maybe one dude. And I had this thought just now that I need to share, where something that I think has almost never happened in a Zelda game, where you have just like a series of humanoid bad guys to fight like it's not just like monsters and demons and you know a big version of a normal right. enemy but like what if it like we just you know ganondorf's got generals and stuff you know what i mean Ooh. there there is sort of this like with with the like regular monsters there is this sort of like now they have bosses like there there's like here's a bigger one with mm-hmm. a different horn the horns are all weird the, i don't that's got to be something right like they the horns a whole the thing hor- right there's now. so many different horns and they uh, seem to denote rank or 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 at the very least size uh so i'm I don't know what that's going to be about, but like there is there's like there's a shot in the trailer at some point of like one of the big ones blowing a horn and like a bunch of little ones running like as if like obeying the orders of this big one. So like I if yeah. if Ganondorf was like, yeah, here's here I got some guys now too. like these are, you know, you got to fight all my like Power Ranger. You got to fight my Goldar and Scorpina <laughs> and whoever. Like, yes. Oh, it's Zant and it's Girahim and it's Vati oh. and it's, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know they're not going to do any of that. No, Looks never. Not even. No way. No, v- Vati is like, I, I don't know, like, I don't, he's only sort of canon, it feels like. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we uh-huh. got, we got uh, pretty deep into this conversation with a good friend of yours. Uh, Josh was on, which, which by the yes. way, uh, thanks for having Josh on. He's, he was great. And we've had a lot of people write in like saying, wow, he was, that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. He's very funny. He's one of my best friends. <laughs> it's also really great hearing him when I don't have to edit him. So that's a very rare treat that I get. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned a second ago, uh, variants and generals and whatnot, and, uh, uh, specifically these large Bokoblin enemies that are, are brand oh, new to the trailer. I think um, on the Japanese website, they were called Bokoblin bosses or boss Bokoblins. Yes. Yeah. Boss Bokoblins. So there is some, you know, there is some sort of rank, I guess. Like yeah. some of them are moving up. Visually, let me know what you guys are thinking if I show you this picture here of... Oh, the Wind Waker Moblins. Wind Waker Moblins. Because to me... They're doing Wind Waker Moblins. Uh, it's a little bit, yeah. No, I can I can definitely see it. Um, 
It's also the there's like a shot later where um like the new flying guys drop uh bokoblins in and like that is right. how the first moblin is dropped in on you in Wind Waker. Like it's the absolutely so that's um, true. Yeah, I I definitely Matt. think these are like that's on purpose. This definitely looking yeah. at these two together. Yeah. So I just no. I just shared a picture of a blue moblin from Wind Waker and the blue boss bokoblin from uh, the Tears of the Kingdom. And like, look, they're not the same thing. They said it. Uh-huh. The names are different, but just visually, it seems like this is yeah. them kind of just well, pulling. Based on the shape of the body, though, I'm surprised that nobody has said Bulblin from Twilight I, that Princess. That was my other uh, my other guess, but like like with it, like then like the Japanese website literally is like boss bokoblin. Like that's just this is just a different one this guy's older yes <laughs> it's wild that they didn't call these moblins to me like we have so often seen moblins be the big dudes well they, ha- they we have they have moblins, moblins those are the big skinny horse face guys are the <laughs> the moblins in this one horse pigs yeah the big horse pigs um that and they have <laughs> did their own funny new horns one of them's got like a pachycephalosaurus skull thing on him here's here's the thing about the 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 horns it seems like all of them bokoblins moblins henoxes uh all the pig based enemies (laughs) seem to have like all these different varieties of horns and they're like seem to be interchangeable between different ones yeah like i think i saw there was the moblins that have like ones that look like an afro on their head yeah there's one that's That's like a a big like skull cap that like definitely makes me think of a of a the pachycephalosaurus di- dinosaur that like headbutts um oh that's what you meant there's uh yeah there's like there's like a, one of the bl- like the blue moblin one of the moblins um has like bull horns like straight up just like bull horns yeah um some of them have like tridents it looks like the all the regular bokoblins have these like fish spear serrated like weird ones the Hinox yeah. uh, has like one that looks like it's a bunch of horns coming through a stump that they just tie to their head to like fit in. <laughs> and I don't know what that's about, but I think I think one of them has like a crown of horns or something like there's there's got to be some kind of meaning other than just like a new craft material you can find. Yeah, I don't know. One of the things I miss so much about the Skyward Sword season, and I probably mentioned this on previous episodes, but like they had fun with Bokoblins and Skyward Sword. Like they oh, yeah. dress them up. They let the Bokoblins be the little, little weirdos. I think they're letting oh. the Bokoblins let their freak flags fly again in this. <laughs> I, I mean, they are. Well, they're launching them in birds. It's, it's. We did learn in Skyward Sword that uh, Bokoblins, at least like ancient Bokoblins, had like fashion sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, is this just a fashion thing? Maybe. At least I, there, to some extent. There's one with a, like, there's a shot at some point of them like mining underground and he's got like his own backpack yeah. to carry the stuff <laughs> it, like up in. The the one that gets dropped off by the flying enemy, the new the new flying enemy, like has like a really crude like stone axe. And so I don't know mm-hmm. if maybe there will be a weapon crafting system now. And so you will you will take the foreheads of your enemies and turn them into weapons and in a pinch. I could see them doing that. just as like a spearhead. Because if you look at the 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 the, like the fish spear one, I was like, you can throw that through a guy like, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, listeners, uh, just just for the record, keep in mind that Chris is like rapidly dropping <laughs> pictures into the Discord chat, uh, which is good. I uh, so this this one, yeah, this so this this is the the guy with the backpack. He's just mining and he's putting his stuff in a backpack to go take it <laughs> somewhere. It. Also, uh, in that same picture over to the right, um, there's just some souls. 
Yeah. That's what uh-huh. souls look like in Zelda. And they're just yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Oh, Twilight well, Princess Underground, Zelda. apparently. Underground, but so, just on the floor of the underground. Like, they don't look like they're around anything or they're coming out of anything. Just they're chilling. just like... Yeah, there are a bunch of souls in the mining facility, like Twilight Princess souls or like the souls you would see uh, in some of the spirit characters in Breath of the Wild. Like around the Champions or King Rome. They have these like the little green flame and it looks like those. They might be a little bit of a different color. I'm not. uh, They look a little bluer to me in this, but I don't think that that is appreciably different than the ones we've seen before. No, I think it's it's very likely possibly that. At first I was thinking um, maybe this is like whatever the uh, currency is that fills up those tubes that Link has. Yeah. That oh. might be magic vials. I think that's going to be your magic meter, like essentially. And it might be yeah. like charges. That sounds like It seems like it, but like it might be like charges instead of like here's your bar and it goes down when you use mm. things. It might just be like you have six charges you know or, or however many and this might be just like sometimes when you kill things they drop their soul and you just put that in your little vial so you can use your arm magic which includes but is not limited to reversing boulders and <laughs> magnesis i think you can also use it later on with the arm um there's a lot of the arm because the he does you do not have link does not have a sheikah slate at all in any of these trailers no um and zelda no. has it if anything he if anything he is a sheikah that's what slate. his arm is now it looks like but it's a zonai slate you see <laughs> of course yeah zelda seems to have the sheikah slate and the, link has whatever is going on with that arm. yeah i don't i have oh god i can't wait to find this is like christmas morning feeling i'm talking about it's just like what is it <laughs> what is your arm like? like i can't wait to see before we uh, go too far from the mining facility or well i guess i just buried the lead there do you do you guys think this is like when you look at this area where the bacoblin are mining do you think this could be like a dungeon do you think this because like we have this cool little it's a cool little like almost lost wood like a apocalyptic lost woods with like a bunch of weird sonic mushroom yeah it's underground you got sonic mushroom trees you got excited about the big sonic mushrooms i am not a fan (laughs) of mushrooms uh so if i can destroy those you better believe i'm gonna in every (laughs) single place i can i'm wondering if like this is because we've seen across the entire trailer this time around like tons of holes leading underground and into caves and stuff yeah so this could just be like part of the underground of what it's like sure yeah i think uh last time we talked about the idea that like there might be like three layers of Hyrule because like, there's the Sky Islands and there's like regular overworld and like now there's caves because we've seen caves all over the place right. and underground stuff and I I would I, like this looks like that but also like the fact that it, there's like a bunch of Liz Alphos guarding a couple book hoblins mining makes me feel like Ganondorf is waging a war and needs resources and it it feels different yeah. from anything in Zelda that I that I have experienced before. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of an infestation, now it's an invasion. Yeah, which is I mean very much like in line with his like go forth and destroy her and her allies speech that he has in the beginning. So, I don't know, it looks I'm I'm pretty excited about what this could be cuz the last time there was like any sort of this is in the very end of Twilight Princess. There's kind of you do have to lay a little bit of siege to get back into Hyrule Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Which rules. Oh, yeah, that it's part would have been uh, so good. <laughs> 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 um, All right. So 
jumping back to some of the the dialogue story stuff so that's all we get from ganondorf the stuff that we talked about earlier but we also get some dialogue from zelda who like mm. i feel like there were criticisms of the voice acting in breath of the wild but i feel like the voice acting that we've seen in this trailer is all pretty solid i think it's all pretty solid it definitely feels very like um uh like early 2000s anime movie like <laughs> where it's it does it's like these are these are voice actors yes but they're mm-hmm. just now voice actors and like they're just delivering the dialogue as best they can and i like the actress right. is like good i think she, i think she is good even as zelda um i cuz she does she plays like all the different facets of zelda and breath of the wild one really well i think um but it definitely i just i don't think this specific dialogue serves <laughs> that very well i'm trying to think of a good example based cuz you said early anime i'm thinking like outlaw star yeah, i'm something thinking like, like on tsunami that you'd be like oh i'm not going to watch that one <laughs> <laughs> So I do want to be clear. When I say this stuff sounds good, I did just play 20 to 30 hours of Kingdom Hearts 1 where I had to hear David Boreanaz say Final Fantasy stuff. So in comparison, this stuff sounds pretty good and believable. But there's also Billy Zane in that one. And Billy Zane is good in everything. Billy Zane can't give less than 100%. Um, I've watched some terrible, (laughs) terrible movies, but I've never seen Billy Zane be bad in one. But yeah, no, I do. I also, I just like, I don't want to dunk on her. I do think it is good. It it just, it feels Mm -hmm. very like, uh, like the dialogue is like in service of something. Like it is like in service sure. of the trailer yeah, it's like it's trailer dialogue yeah like i don't think this is going to be in the in the game <laughs> you know it doesn't feel like yeah so talking about what she says in here she tells link that he she is not so sure that she'll be able to stop him so again kind of if you had any feelings that maybe you'd be teaming up with Gadendorf, this trailer is not trying to lead you down that thought process. i'm still well... i'm still hopeful because i like i first of all i'm a sucker so i like i will (laughs) i will i will believe until they're like no you shouldn't but like the the you know it could be red herrings but also i could be she Mm -hmm. might also be talking about the arm oh to the arm ghost no she's like talking to link like i don't know if i'll be able to stop him because it's it's like leaking up his body like it is like taking over so that might be her being like i you can use that but i don't know if i can stop it from becoming you from taking you over whoa okay That'd be rad. Uh, I was not on board, and now I <laughs> might be fully on board. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful because like I want nothing more than like you know them to be like oh it's hopeless, and then Ganondorf to like cr- like fly in on a meteor mm-hmm. and and help them. Yes. Oh man, because in your possess like Ganondorf is gonna want to fight you, but not because of you, but because of your arm. And also like Ganondorf <laughs> might because like when he when he opens his eyes, it's those are malice eyes. Those are like the little bulby malice For eyes. Sure. So like that might not even be Ganondorf. That might just be the malice and demise's curse and all that. Like you know having taken him over. Like I don't know if. One way or the other, the, I, depending on which way this goes with Ganondorf, I have one of two hopes. One of is that, like, you fight Ganondorf at several points during the game and, like, you slowly, like, get, like, you know, a decenter kind of guy out of from underneath. Yeah. Like, you learn that it's Malice controlling him. Uh, adversely, if he is still the bad guy forever... Which living through three separate timelines and that probably broke his brain and that's going to be really weird to deal with. But like, I hope that he has sort of like a moment uh, like he has towards the end of Wind Waker 
where he's like, hey, oh, you showed up for me to kill you. Great. First, let me tell you about how I grew up. Right. You know? Here's why I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. we'll fight afterwards. I kind of didn't think about that. If this is the Ganondorf after the convergence point, this Ganondorf has mm-hmm. three timelines worth of memories just kind of all yep. coming back to him with him being re- revived or whatever's going on here. He remembers getting stabbed in the brain in one timeline. Uh-huh. He remembers getting ch- stabbed in the chest twice uh-huh. in another timeline. Uh-huh. Yeah. He remembers being a wizard for a minute in one. <laughs> I think, yeah, at some Fall point. timeline's a little stickier than the other ones, but are we, are, but just real quick, are we, is, have they confirmed that they're, that this is the convergence point or is that still sort of like. I'm almost positive okay. that they said that themselves officially. Did, do they say that officially, Breath of the Wild? Because I remember them talking about like, like alluding to the different timelines, but never really committing and then they said like it's how all three timelines come back together like in a in a direct something and i was like i don't think you know how time works mm-hmm. and that's okay because you're video game makers you're not <laughs> physicists so they almost definitely don't know how time works but they have said i believe after it's never stopped them before after release they have said yeah well, this is where it comes okay back. Two two things about that. Oh boy, here we go. Firstly, I'd say there's probably there's probably there's a difference probably probably between physics and magic physics. That, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> and the other thing is, in the ver- in the brochure episode, episode zero of of season four, I think I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive that I resolved this confusion. How fitting that just like we do throughout Ocarina of Time, Pete is referring to something that will not show up for <laughs> listeners for another week. For an- uh, you just gotta wait a week, you'll be okay. Um, I here's the thing though, um, but but you saying that he has three timelines worth of memories is the first time I've ever been okay with this being a convergence point because Uh uh, in my head, it's always like the hero is, is selected. He always looks like the same guy, but it's like a, you know, it's a new guy from, we never see his parents. The the closest we get is a grandma (laughs) and that's it, you know, in one game and 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 we see an uncle once. Yeah. And other than that, it's like, I don't know. He just lives here. Uh, for a lot of it and then he's a guy in the yeah, woods he's just, so he gets like the the spirit is like you know re, the the spirit of the hero is reincarnated uh, reincarnated the the spirit of the uh goddess is passed down through the royal bloodline through zeldas and then right. ganondorf is the same guy like that there's just the <laughs> one guy who keeps being ganon yep. and it's because of demise and that's a curse on him which is another reason why i want them to break the cycle and be like oh i'm free of the curse like i feel like that would be very cathartic mm-hmm. uh, but this is the first time I've been like, oh, that could be cool is if they're like him being like, do you know how many different kinds of memories I have? It is awful in here. And I've been stuck in a basement with some guy holding my chest down for 10,000 mm-hmm. years, I think. Like they have such a potential for a redemption arc with Ganondorf. They really do. It's really I don't hot. think yep. they will ever touch that. Just like I don't think they'll ever make Zelda playable. Like they they should. They really they should. should. They, I mean, well, I mean. No, put my glass up. They have on the CDI games. <laughs> you can well, play okay. and also Hyrule Warriors <laughs> and and the Hyrule Warriors, which are also oh, she rules lo- like the 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 Age of Calamity is like like it uncannons itself. I feel like because they're like oh, it's yeah. timeline splits off again. We only did it three times before, but now we got we got we found a whole warehouse full of split timelines. We can do whatever <laughs> we want with them. All right, so going back to the dialogue stuff with Zelda, we do have her say uh, pretty directly to someone or something, please lend him your power. Mm, 
Could be the hand. Could be the hand. Could be Hylia. Could be Hylia. Because um, it, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, I haven't watched the trailer in several hours, <laughs> but if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, after she, either right before she says that or right after she says that is when we see the, uh, the no face um, dress with the weird, like, kind of jewelry thing hanging down. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Could be Hylia. Could just be Zelda in a different mm-hmm. dress. Um, could be Hylia riding around in could Zelda. Be, that's happened before, and it could happen again. Because um, I'm uh, I'm working through y'all's uh, Skyward Sword episodes right now, um, and, ha- and having Word. a great time because I love that Aww. story and I love not playing it even more. Um, <laughs> and I hear Josh tells me that the remaster is like really fun, actually. So I um, oh yeah, I got a Zelda game coming out that I'm really excited about. But maybe after that, if uh, <laughs> I'll I'll grab that. But uh, Totally. I'm, I I'm I forget where I am. I'm in the I think the ancient cistern somewhere around there is where I right on. Oh, that's the sweet spot. That's the that's peak Zelda. Yeah, uh, and so like that. I I'm oh, I've always been very confused about. I've watched several Let's Plays of Skyward Sword, and I'm just very confused as to like what Zelda is in that because there's like the beginning with like Hylia did all this stuff, and then it's like Zelda went back in time, and maybe that was just her with Hylia. But then there's also this part where Zelda's been asleep in the other room the whole time and you can see her the first time you go into Skyview. And uh-huh. so it's a it's just it's yeah. confusing to me someone who learns about Kingdom Hearts professionally. So that should tell you <laughs> something. Um so I it could be anything. I I I just I do want to say that the the silhouette on this mystery person does not feel like Zelda. Um, but hmm. I could be wrong because I, you know, I didn't, I haven't taken a measuring tape to her hips or anything. So it just, it feels like it is someone else from Zelda. <laughs> that would be so good. Cause honestly, I feel like Zelda as a franchise does not often enough introduce new and important characters. Yeah. They, they seem to do a lot of one, like they have established the people that they like to be recurring. And now we get a mm-hmm. lot of one-offs. It feels es- like. Especially like post- twilight princess i feel like and um i mean skyward sword did like demise but like demise is just like ganon and like garahim is a bad guy and they'll like like zant is a bad guy but then there's like midna who is your helper and you always got a helper and you know Mm -hmm. so like it does feel like they're very much like here's some archetypes that we will fill but you'll only see them once but then like you're gonna see beetle every time we can get him in here because we love that guy and you know and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so but i would really love them to be like Here's a new lady. This is the yeah. alien rabbit lady. She's from the moon. Um, and her, her name is nothing you've ever heard before. It's a, you've never. It's Tracy. Yeah, this is Tracy. Uh, turns out this is the legend of Tracy the whole time. It's so weird. Um, and yeah, and anyway, she's going to help you link. She's going to give you a sweet hang glider and let you make a tractor. <laughs> hey, um, hey, surprise, guys. This is actually Lego Island Seeker we're playing now. Uh, I, if I look, if I can't deliver. Uh, pizza in under five minutes you get it for free <laughs> oh you're unlocking Gotta core ma- memories find the pieces of the helicopter loaded up with donuts and pizza right. can't bring okay, the, we cannot can't bring the pizza to the to the brick stealer guy whose name i can't remember because that g- makes him super strong and lets him break out of jail that starts the, uh-huh. the hard part oh, of the game i do oh. i do remember his name and now i'm embarrassed i'm gonna watch a long play tonight aren't i the, well the main character's name is pepper i don't remember the uh yes 
And I do remember a line of dialogue that I literally think about probably once a week, which is, I'm a bad smeller, you're the bad speller. Uh, it's something like that. And I think about it every <laughs> chance that my brain gives me. It's like, hey, remember what that an line? absolute burn. Yeah. Speaking of burns, when, you know, we're talking about this, this London, your power. We see these two phases of Link, right? These two phases of Link specifically with his arm. There's the one... Uh, there's the one sort of character model where Link's arm is just kind of charcoaly and black uh -huh. going all the way up. And then there's what I'm assuming is the later phase where he's got green energy flowing throughout it, right? So when we hear right. Zelda say, please lend him your power, is Zelda talking to whatever is giving Link that power? Is that mm. is that kind of where we're at? I definitely think it's a possibility, but also I, I, I don't know because that line doesn't like... If you follow the events of like if you piece together like the the little bit of story they is like the, it seems like it starts off with you in the beginning going somewhere with Zelda finding a Ganondorf mm -hmm. her falling in a hole so I don't know when she would tell this thing to help you you know it, what if she finds it in the hole well because the thing is on Ganondorf the hand is on Ganondorf's chest and then she right. falls and like if you if you watch the shots like Ganondorf is there and she falls like like right over here from mm -hmm. there so i don't know um yeah we see some like editing tricks happen with that falling scene there's oh, also yeah. some discrepancies between trailers that i don't know if it's like this yeah. is an earlier version of the cutscene or not yeah so. yeah yeah so we'll see how that plays out here's yeah. here's I, I see this going one of two ways uh one is because we, there has to be if this line is in the game it has to be in a moment where zelda is able to say it right <laughs> so so my thoughts are one, Zelda and Link meet up again at some point, or maybe they both just make it out of this and wherever they go to the sky, like Zelda stays in the island, on the sky island somewhere, and like asks the hand that is now on you, like already saying, please lend him your power. Or Zelda is going to say that to Link to somebody else. Ooh, that could be nice. Zelda, wait, I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? Or Zelda is going to say that to Link, like, please, L Link, lend your power to somebody. The him that huh. she's talking about is not Link. It is another yeah, but, guy. But what power does Link have to, like, strength? Courage? Courage? Sword swinging, screaming. He can slow time down if he jumps. <laughs> he... Here's the thing about Link in Legend of Zelda games is you want the power going into, like, for the most part, the power goes into Link and he gets more of it throughout the game. We don't see him share it often. Well, I mean, he shares it in the form of doing all the work everywhere in every mm -hmm. game. Oh, yeah. He killing, is an Aaron Boy. All the time. Killing every single bad guy that I because I don't think anybody else kills a bad guy in Zelda ever. Like, it's just it's just it's uh... just you. There's a part in Link to the Past where um, it's the I don't know if it's a desert temple or if it's the, the one that's around there in the dark. But it's when you have to use like like Bombos to open it. That might be the desert. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so you go there and like in game, you have to go into the temple like to progress because that's how video games work. Right. But mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if you were Link, you could leave like you could just hop the ledge. <laughs> you, you can't because like you're in a video game. But like like the I, I remember when we, we did a let's play, Josh and I did a let's play on our YouTube channel a million years ago. And I remember like getting to that point and being like, oh, courage is a game mechanic. Like, and you don't realize it. Oh. Like, like you have to keep doing the thing. And that is mm -hmm. courage. That is, like, Link's whole deal going, like, in the game. But And, like, that's how it manifests is the fact that you're sure. playing a video game. So, like, I, I feel right. like Link lend him your power of, like, 
undefeatability. Like you will eventually win no matter what because you are like the most like courageous person and you're unkillable and if you like (laughs) hop a little bit and pull out your bow you can slow time down which i you know maybe that's just a (laughs) it's a video game mechanic but maybe you can really do that who knows Um, you know that was an interesting point i do think there's credence to what you're saying about link in general but there are the other champions who you get cutscenes of them fighting stuff. Who died. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely. Undeniably. Uh, yeah. I Look, I mean, that happened in a cutscene, so I don't know. I don't have a good reason for that. But, oh, you know. Uh, good point. But, like, don't count. Yeah. I, I mean, and honestly, like, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about all this. Uh, I also think, just real quick, that I think that Zelda might time travel in this one, too. I just had the thought of um, <laughs> when she falls down that hole, she falls into the past because there is all those like reliefs in the second trailer that we talked about of like her with the big rabbit lady with Tracy, the rabbit lady. I'm just going to call her Tracy. Uh-huh. Um, and like, could that be our Zelda time travel to the past? She's again, she's done it before in Skyward Sword, the game that they hmm. put out a new version of on purpose right before this game came out. So, oh, interesting. Uh, I had assumed I just put it on the table. My assumption is that was Skyward Sword Zelda on the wall. Maybe that is Skyward Sword Zelda on the wall. Well, do huh. you guys think that that moment of hand holding is supposed to be indicative of the moment of, you know, Link's corrupted hand uh, reaching out to Hylia or this form of Zelda that we see in this trailer. If it is, that's weird because then Hylia would be shaking her own hand potentially. Why would Hylia be shaking? That could be that could be Hylia and Link. That's what I, no, because we were talking earlier about like oh. possibly the hand being Hylia. Yes, so yes, if yes. Zelda is also Hylia. Yeah, I, I mean, look, <laughs> uh, I also think the, the hand thing being like this weird, mysterious, like something or other, uh, I'm really intrigued mm-hmm. by because like Zelda's gotten her like ultimate power up and being Hylia and like Ganon in Skyward Sword is like his ultimate power up is demise, which is he's a demon from hell like the, like the backstory is he crawled out of the earth from little christian hell i guess and uh is like i'm here to ruin everybody <laughs> um and i like link getting that ultimate power up in a way but it's i don't i don't know if that if like it might cheapen it a little bit if it's like oh he's got this other power but like and he's not just like mm-hmm. a guy who has to beat everybody because that's like his lot in life but i do also like the idea of like you you get to you get a cool green arm made out of gold uh metal rings too just because everyone else gets a superpower up so he is not you are now a cyborg that runs on monster spirits. yeah you just you drink up d- souls and that <laughs> makes you strong <laughs> uh, so before we go on, I think I have one more, one last question about this hand. Okay. Okay. Uh, how soon into the game do you guys think it's going to ask for paper? <laughs> we can only hope. If they, if this hand doesn't ask for paper at any point, I will be genuinely shocked because that is what the hand does. <laughs> so following this train of thought, right? And and you know, we're this train of thought, <laughs> this uh, general. Maybe pulling back a little bit, but this this general train of thought. Um, you know, we have Zelda uh, saying, "Lend lend him your power." I do think personally, Zelda is talking to our next companion, and I think Whoa. I'm kind of of the train of thought that that might very well be the weird stone dude we see in the sky in the first trailer. You think the companion is the big stone guy? Uh, I think it is with because the broom on his chest, the little broom. He's got the little uh, the little cotton the light bulb. Sp- yeah, swabs okay. at the top. Yeah. yeah, and he looks like a Zelda one creature because we do see 
uh, you know, if you go back to that first trailer, you see like a little emblem on his tummy. Yeah. It's like a little, mm-hmm. it looks like a little, like a, like a, a thermostat or something. It's a gauge of some kind. Yeah. I think it looks like a broom, but a gauge is actually way, way better of an idea. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably the right answer yeah. because it probably does move with the amount of magic Link has or, or something like that. But we have seen some very cool magic weapons for Link in this game. And oh, yeah. there has been sort of a consistent trend of, you know, we see like a hammer cannon in this trailer, not to, you know, bury the lead again, but we see Link literally swing a hammer and a magic mm-hmm. orb goes flying out of it and it like launches at a talus. Yeah. I have been referring to this as the cannon smasher and <laughs> I love it so much. It has the little broom symbol on it too, the little gauge. It is it, it, it does. is on the, the base of that. Interesting. And in the dragon flamethrower shield that we see in the second trailer or or give or take, uh, we also see some of those glowing Zonai symbols that you see in the neck of this. I'm just going to call him like a stone frog with cotton swabs on his head. <laughs> he is a big stone frog. So I'm thinking that this creature that we see in the sky is going to be a morphable weapon that we bring around with us akin to some, hmm. you know, companions in the past. That would be interesting. I disagree, but that would be Fair. cool. Um, I I think if anything, this is Hylia's butler um, or Tracy's <laughs> butler, I should say, because I don't know if that's Hylia yet. Um, uh-huh. We do know it's Tracy, but it, we don't know if it's Hylia. I know for sure that it's Tracy, but yeah, it's unconfirmed. Tr- Tracy until proven Hylia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm always saying about her. Yeah. Um, and But I, I think that that might be, because the only, like, sky island we've seen um like in any detail not like hey there's a big box floating over there here's some weird silhouettes is the the one with the sort of like upside down pagoda kind of deal right and that is i think where this guy is because they have the same light bulb cotton swabs on their on their shoulders and i Mm -hmm. like i don't know if if i were to guess a timeline it would be start off with a with a cutscene of you going into the underground with zelda all the stuff happening where she falls and then because mm-hmm. if you if, in the in this trailer which is different from the other one is when he reaches for zelda his arm is all gross in in the first one it's fine um so hmm. i don't know i think that might just be a it's been a year and we we retooled some things um kind of sure. deal um or there's even weirder time travel in the game than i could imagine um but I think that happens, and then maybe maybe somehow you get teleported up to the sky because like I don't know, it's magic, man. And uh, there is this. There's a really quick shot in this trailer, the really really quick shot of Link's arm. Someone, I want to say, healing it, doing something to the arm, and it looks like healing it. I think that hmm. might be Tracy, and I think her butler, uh, Pierre. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think we're I think we're we're speaking the same language right now. Yeah, I think that I don't know if, if he will like go with you um, and become these things because I, I mm-hmm. feel like those are going to be uh, like things that break <laughs> when you use them too many maybe, times. But but if you oh. think about the phrase "lend him your power," maybe he won't physically be coming with you. But if he gives you whatever power he has, oh. maybe you can transmog these weapons he can let you use if, the, the zonai art or whatever the heck they are yeah yeah oh maybe, maybe. like you unlock yeah. it maybe mm. so we're we're going with the idea that that dramatic line of lend him your power is to <laughs> pierre, to pierre big for here? Yes. yeah um, we have the pierre power 
I also I also just want to uh, point out that Zelda does have telepathy. Um, and so yes. she can be saying this at any time from anywhere because she did talk to us in the weird uh, Ganondorf yeah. prison bubble that she made. So um, right. that could it, this could happen at any time. I, I think yeah. that lend him your power is probably going to be to the hand or to Tracy mm-hmm. more than anything. But I also right. do very much like the idea of like Link waking up on a sky island after falling into the earth and being like, well, this is the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. And uh, just this weird bunny lady being there and be like, by the way, here's my <laughs> robot frog stone butler, Pierre. <laughs> um, I'd be oh very on board with this. <laughs> so, I just want to give I'm, a reminder to, to our listeners who this is probably an insufferable experience <laughs> tracy is in fact the hylia figure in this yes, and yeah, pierre you... is now the frog butler stone mm-hmm. creature with the big lotus things on his shoulders because we're gonna keep you let's be clear let's be clear we're gonna keep using these names i just want to check in every now and then and make it's, sure people are following properly it's just a shorthand it's, it's just look, a shorthand it's tracy good. until proven hylia tracy until proven otherwise yes. so we don't know who it is i think yeah. we found one of our uh, upcoming hello hyrule shirts with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy until proven otherwise yeah well here's the thing well, one last thing because I kind of dig the idea of Pierre here being like a installment on like your home base in the Sky Islands yeah because oh. like oh, whether there's whether there's other people up here or not even if your base is just like an abandoned temple that you deck out over time or something like Pierre could be this guy who, or, you know, even if he doesn't talk or whatever, he's this installment that is waiting for you yeah. or somebody there to just help you out. I love that idea. I do if like you look that. at the the pictures that, that uh, Chris has dropped in here, um, the one with the, the Tracy figure, <laughs> there's like a, a sort of fountain behind her, right? Yeah. That could be in the same place that Pierre here is the same True. One one island we've seen like the actual service because in 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 the the last trailer when like the doors open up you run out onto that same place so it's the that's the only one we've seen. I love a home base that I can customize. I the like literally like mm-hmm. the first thing I did in Breath of the Wild is build my house. Um, so yeah, like because I went I went the opposite way. I found I found Hateno from the house. Like I hit the house first, and then I saw that there was a town down there. Um, and I was like, I'll get to the town in a second. Why are you hitting this house with a big hammer, guy? Um, so I loved <laughs> stuff like that. So I would be very down for there to be like, here's your island. Um, customize it. Can y'all imagine that? Like, what if what if we're all assuming the worst for Zelda, like uh, like throughout all this wrongly and like at your base or wherever in the world you just have ready access to Zelda in this one? I would love that because like we spent the entire Breath of the Wilds with zelda being uh not imprisoned because she made the prison it zelda being the you're not trapped in or i'm not trapped in here with you you're trapped in here with me ganondorf and i would love to to get yeah i would love to get to see that zelda more often during the game Um, yeah i would really like that i really hope they do and you mentioned a second ago uh hatano village we get a little taste of hatano in this trailer don't we we do and it's sparkly uh it's weird <laughs> there's like a, there's there? like a light show <laughs> the where i i don't know if it's exactly where but where the shrine was is uh, the new green spirals that i i'm pretty confident those are either fast travel points or launch you into the sky points or both um mm-hmm. but there's one of those in hateno now so that's new it- <laughs> 
it's <laughs> leaning towards fast travel points with that. It just seems kind yeah. of ostentatious just to just be a fast travel point of this big green that you can see from the sky. Like, so I, and I think there's got to be a lot. I think we talked about last time. There's got to be a lot of different ways to get up the sky because Breath of the Wild is all about like having mm-hmm. systems in place and using them in a lot of different ways. So, right. Last time we sat and recorded one of these, we spent like a half hour to an hour getting pretty confident that these were fast travel places with this one, two and a half minute trailer. They have introduced about 7,000 other ways to get into the sky. <laughs> a lot of ways to get in the sky. So like if, if that's what these are at this point, it's like, what's even the point? There's like 17 <laughs> other cooler ways I could do this. Man, it's so strange. Is it like, is this a place where you can like refuel or spawn in your vehicle that you make? Is this? Are these just know, it could be several banjo kazooie nuts and bolts garages that they that that, <laughs> that Tracy planted around <laughs> for you. Uh, Tracy the mechanic. Uh, oh man, Zelda oh. with a big wrench. Are you kidding me? I would. I oh, would no. be down. Ooh. Oh no, we're doing fanfic, and it's actually really yeah, good. I, look, this is it gets it gets worse from there. I think if we don't pull it back. I have wanted two things from Zelda for so long. One is cowboy Zelda. One is steampunk Zelda, and I haven't had them yet cowboy zelda is on my like please before i die papa nintendo just give me one cowboy mm. zelda game i just <laughs> you got real close in, in twilight princess you you had the music you had a, a old west mm-hmm. town horses were a big deal on that game just it's oh so, yeah so hidden close. village right the hidden yeah the the, the secret hit village uh yeah, it even has like Western music, like spaghetti Western music when you go there. I was like, yep. yes, you're you're so close. Just the whole game is this should be. You can do the ultimate cowboy task of finding 30 cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's not perfect. There but, is that. <laughs> um, but I, I also think that like the Zelda that we see in Breath of the Wild being the like, because her like her whole story is is basically like I was born to be one thing. I was born to be the mm-hmm. the servant of the goddess and like the the next Zelda, you know, and doing all the cool Zelda stuff. What I like to do though is to study everything and learn and I like this ancient technology and like figure out how to use it and like all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And those are at odds with each other because you can always learn more. You can't spontaneously get more magic. Uh I mean you can, but she couldn't. And that was the whole the whole deal of the first game. Right. And like the idea, because in this game, like this shows Link tooling around on a tractor later that he built himself. You can see the parts throughout the trailer. You put these bad mm-hmm. boys together, and I would love it if Zelda was just your mechanic too. Like that would be oh. so good. She could be like the what? What's the um the character? The not the professor, but the. Uh assistant in the lab in H- in Hateno. Oh, the uh Oh, Pura's assistant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Robbie was Pura's assistant? Oh, I was thinking I was straight up thinking Pura. I was straight oh, up Pura, thinking yeah. Pura, never mind. Oh. Um I was thinking Winry Rockbell from Full Metal Alchemist. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh yeah, I would be super down for that. I cuz like again, like trailers are and especially Zelda trailers are are in part to get you to want to play the game, but also they don't they know they don't need to do that. They they the price on this one we didn't even talk about this this is a 70 dollars video game they have mm-hmm. jacked the price up uh because they know you're gonna buy it anyway and they're not wrong and they are right so they no they're not i don't think they they don't need to add you don't need to advertise a new zelda game they could have just said like zelda tears of the kingdom coming in may and everyone would be foaming at the mouth for however long they wanted <laughs> but like i think part of the trailer like process for for them is to trick you into thinking that you know what's going on and then being mm-hmm. like, psych, 
you have no clue. <laughs> so I think if they're doing it right, that will be the effect for sure. Yeah. So her falling down and then putting a lot of emphasis on like she falls into the earth and like what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, especially the last trailer where like you fall in the earth and the next shot is you falling from the sky doing your skyward sword diving pose. It's like. <laughs> It just makes me feel like there's some sort of loop there that, that like they're trying to trick us with every something. Trailer. Something's up, and I don't know how it's going to shake out. And I feel like there's a lot of ways they could do it, and I'm very excited to see what it actually is in uh, three more student loan payments, um, <laughs> which is how I am measuring time to get to Zelda. Um, All right, so jumping over a little bit, I think the biggest uh, jump of excitement I got from this trailer was the moment that we saw a familiar face that maybe we haven't exactly seen in 3D just yet. We saw... Yes! I feel like we talked about a bunch of kind of lame enemies at the at the start of this, and yeah. like we have not spoken about all the very cool enemies that they have. We didn't talk about the Redeads at all. Uh, we have not talked mm-hmm. about the Redeads. Before we talk about the Redeads, Gliok... Did not see Gliok coming, but I am here for I, it. Holy cow. What I love about this is that it's the, if for anyone who doesn't know who, who Gliok is, Gliok is like one of the bosses from the, the first Zelda, the three-headed dragon. Uh, this one is just yep. on the bridge of Hylia. Holy cow. Just like out in the world. <laughs> like, it's, it um, could be, I'm waiting for this to show up in the most like desperate of places it's going to be really good if there's any one moment i kind of wish i didn't see in this trailer i think it is this moment because i can picture a very cool scenario where you're Mm. just going across this bridge and gliok just comes down and like just breathes fire at you like in the in in breath of the wild like the first time you accidentally activate a talus when you like run up on one and it's and the ground stands up under you i feel like this like there's going to be a lot of things like that where you're like oh i just fought a lot of enemies i'm in a four somewhere mm-hmm. anyway hopefully i can find something to eat around here and then a three-headed <laughs> dragon drops in uh and now you have a whole new problem uh, this is a whole thing for like the people out there who absolutely hate stamina and durability it's like oh. what's up kids you want to handle those things those systems while a dragon's chasing yeah, now, you now, oh, oh you just broke all your weapons cool there's some sticks around if you want to see how that goes i'm a little scared because they're showing us this. Which means they're not showing us other stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they showed us Gliok, they showed us Redeads, they showed us those big, like, kind of flying frog things, which I still think are Vyres. In Twilight Princess, they had, I want to call them Acrococas, but that's the D&D. Uh, Aarakocra <laughs> is the D&D, Ar- is the D&D yeah. Rito. Um, but it's, there's some thing uh like, you fight, like, a big armored version of one in, in Twilight Princess, but there's other little ones. Oh, uh, Errol Errol Fos. Fos. Yes, that's them. Yes. I think it might be that. It could be other things. It could be, uh, I don't know. It could be Breath of the Wild P hat for all I know. Um, but mm-hmm. Errolfos is a good pull because the underside of the wings are actually very similar colors. Um, but I don't think it's gonna. Mm. I think it might end up being something new. Yeah, I, it it could, it be. could be because they like I don't know. They haven't like thought of any new like regular running around like mob bad guys in a while. So they Not you yet. know I don't know if they. If they're like, anyway, here's some new stuff, you know. Here's the thing about Vyres, is that in the original NES game, they are little devil men. And I don't think Nintendo wants to put that into their game anymore. You know what I mean? Sure. 
So like, why not make them kind of like, cause they got like the little antennas on yeah. their head that almost are kind of horn-like and they still have arms and legs. So I think they might be Vyres. Actually, you know what? I'm looking at Vyres now and I should not have underestimated Pete's knowledge of very old <laughs> Zelda enemies cause it could very well be those. Chris, I did so much research for the tabletop game. I cannot <laughs> emphasize this enough. Oh boy. Okay. All um, right. I think I you might've solved something. I would be down. I mean like I just new enemies is, is better. Cause like the, one of the, one of my my very few complaints about breath of the wild is like there's four things to fight that aren't like yeah bosses you know there's 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 moblins there's bokoblins there's skeletal versions of both there's there's lazalfos skeleton lazalfos mm -hmm. then there's like mm -hmm. some chews some keys and like <laughs> i think that i mean that might be it guardians the gar the guardians, guardians yeah true those feel like like a higher like level like because like you never see like four guardians at once because you die mm -hmm. um they're kind of armos like they're kind of chaotic armos yeah they're running around armos um most of the wikis refer to them as bosses they are they do feel kind of bossy like they're like sort of overall because like lionels are also like kind of overall boss like you see you see one in an mm -hmm. area and you're like i wish i was somewhere else um <laughs> i'm gonna but i need lionel guts to upgrade my helmet for whatever you know so like uh -huh. you gotta oh, i guess i'll just i'll hit it three times with lightning and run around until that recharges hope for the best and, and lionel's by the way we did not know about from the breath of the wild no, that, yeah that was that was a secret so like if they're showing gleox like what like what monsters are they like because mm -hmm. we and we also in the first trailer that we talked about uh the first episode we did about these it, uh we saw something that looked like like likes so we did yes i forgot yeah they were underground and there's it's like it was one of those like is that a like like but like it might be you know and and they but there's redeads now too they're putting redeads back in can we talk for a second about how cool the redeads look redeads look radical <laughs> holy cow and they even do the weird body contortions that you absolutely uh -huh. would want them to do what is going on with their mouths uh, it's, it's a, hd is the, what's going on with their mouths we've never had the technology <laughs> to fully show how terrible <laughs> these things can be uh, they got dry little lips <laughs> when they when it stands up because the first like the first time you see it is when the calamity is like like shooting malice down and like like bokoblins are just popping out of it it looks like it's charging right. them at first but then you like realize like no this is spawning new ones uh, i had the opposite yep. trajectory where i thought it was spawning new ones and then i kind of was like oh maybe it's just charging them i it, don't really know the, it's tricky because there's like three of them floating like puppets like uh, like puppets yeah, on exactly. strings in the air yeah. and then the the malice is like flying in like meteors as they're landing and so it is hard to tell like what's happening, but uh, mm -hmm. the like the one in the front, it looks like the malice hits him as he lands, and so it looks like it charges him. But then a new one pops mm -hmm. out of the malice thing behind it. Right. So sure, um, okay. But then like there's a shot with like the bot with some of the boss bokoblins and, and new fun hat moblins, and there's just this weird like rib cage thing, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> and then it stood up, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm in trouble. It stood up and its body snaps forward. Like its, its upper part is backwards. It's wild. It does like the lean back scream thing. And like yeah. that's going to paralyze you when you're running around. And you better hope there's not 40 bokoblins running up on you at the same time. I have to assume 
that we're just gonna run into these underground for the most part or during blood moons or when it's dark out. Well, Cause like if we see them during the, just anywhere, anytime, I, I personally am in trouble. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Cause we're talking about Ocarina uh, very soon. So Pete and I are playing that game over and over right now. The thing Ocarina <laughs> nails with Rededs, Rededs aren't like the most fun enemy. In fact, I would say Rededs in the grand scheme of enemies are kind of not the, not very fun at all to fight, but they're, well, they're kind of, cool thematically and ocarina nails like your encounters with Redeads, like the placement of Redeads in ocarina yeah i feel like mm -hmm. tells a bigger story and so we were talking about seeing some spirits in one of the underground areas before oh. and i'm just wondering like oh are we gonna see like Redeads in like cemeteries are there gonna be like Redeads in like you know battle in, like battlegrounds where like fallen soldiers are like crawling out of open graves there's all sorts of ruins everywhere yeah, like, yeah they could do like, some cool storytelling yeah. stuff with that if they wanted to. um i also like the idea that like even if because like like i i agree they are not the most fun to fight because they uh they stop you from moving and then jump on yeah. your head uh and yeah you can you can kill them with one hit if you play a song near them which is mm -hmm. fun um still better than anything that lights link on fire for three to five seconds true true um or whatever the bobbles do which like now you can't pull your sword out for a little while and you just gotta run oh, around curse? And for the oh, yeah. yeah but like it, imagine you're like because it looks like there's just gonna be a bunch of enemies because this game uh is not does not have to also run on the wii u so they can use <laughs> the whole power of the switch like you're there's like 30 bad guys 30 book hoblins and moblins and bosses and whomever and one redead that if you get too close to you stop <laughs> And like, mm -hmm. if they're used more as scary obstacles than than like bad guys, I think that they could be used really, really well. Like as just like a oh no, there's also a redead here. I gotta figure out how to kill that thing first. And from what yeah. I recall of them in Ocarina, like unless you use the Sun Song, they just get back up after a while. Uh, I don't think that's the case. Okay, I well, I'm glad I'm misremembering that because that is horrible. That's a <laughs> that is Resident Evil stuff. Um, where like, oh, you didn't burn that body. Oh, cool. It's been an hour and a half. They're a, they're a copperhead now and you're in real big oh. trouble. <laughs> it, it might differ between games, but I'm pretty sure they stay down. Okay. Yeah. While we're talking about enemies, uh, really quick, I do I did just post a picture of this hunky chunky boy, uh, the Hinox, another uh, his... another 2D Zelda enemy that's that's popping cut, up. You in cut these... up his fantastic his horn. Big, his big stump horn. Yeah. So he's got like a weird <laughs> spike shield on his head now. It looks Which like a post with like horns growing out of it. And I don't know how I feel about that. He just gave himself a nice hat. Yeah, kind of. It also, <laughs> it also, he, he has a, a new necklace. He went on Etsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his little bauble that he, that he likes to yeah, wear. So they, yeah. Like in the, in Breath of the Wild, they like, mo there were some like regular overworld ones that were just like, you had to beat them to defeat all of them mm -hmm. to get like a medal from whatever that guy's name was kilton kilton yes um like he had to like defeat like the 40 of them that are around maybe that was talisman but regardless a lot of them also had like here's a shiko orb around its neck that you need to get and put somewhere yep. and this one has a big green kind of ghost juice looking ecto cooler crystal on his it's, chest it's it a little big planet bubble filled with ecto cooler yeah, yeah i don't know like is it i don't know if like is this how you're gonna get new charges on your on your belt is you got to find crystals in the wild and then bring them up to tracy and have her turn it into <laughs> do you think that they they revealed that that is a tear and it's just on a henox 
Oh, oh. <laughs> like, I don't think so, but I was still on your last idea before you threw out that idea. But like the idea that this could be like uh, like the shrine rewards that you get um, similar uh, to like the heart, the harder stamina stuff from Breath of the Wild. The fact yeah. that maybe you could upgrade your magic with this, but but a tier. So a tier, I mean, it could still serve that same purpose, though, of upgrading your magic, right? It, it could do well, because, like, there, we, I think we talked about in the last one, there's seven, uh, like, tiers around, like, like tier-shaped things around the, yes. the Tracy relief on the, in the stone uh-huh. place. Um, and, like, <laughs> that could be metaphor, but Zelda loves having seven things you gotta go get. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it could very well be, like, you gotta find these tiers, and then if you, you bring them back to Tracy, and, like, there is, you know, some other story reason, but also mechanically it upgrades your um your magic uh it might also be like the sky islands definitely look like they're gonna be a bunch of shrine type dealies and like maybe there's even more of them now and now you've got three things that you can upgrade whenever you turn four in yeah um Hmm. they definitely seem to each each trailer be pulling back and showing more and more sky islands it truly is an impressive amount of sky islands we saw this time there's also a there's a at least one shot of like five or six of them that are like sort of rings just stacked up on top of each other. Like there's like, you know, gap between them. But I was like, is that the challenge is get from that to the top? Like, do you get a hook shot that you can travel up there with? Cause I would love a hook shot. Please give let my spectral hand do a hook shot. <laughs> now. Okay. I'm glad you bring this up, Jake. Cause there's something that might uh, point towards that. Okay. okay. And it's not exactly a hook shot. But I'm seeing I saw like one or two screenshots where in between some of the Sky Islands, there are these like cables or ropes like leading in between them. And if those didn't come that way, what if you're able to just like make lines in between the islands? Yeah, and oh. just like Spider-Man your way through them. Or surf on them on your shield yeah, or something. You see him do some sweet Tony Hawk grinding. He, oh, this. I can't wait to Tony Hawk my way down <laughs> these old... I do love that Nintendo was like, everyone's making these weird makeshift vehicles using uh, you know, Magnesis and Stasis. What if we just put that in the game now? And What uh, if it's a feature, not a bug? part of the game? Yeah, I which like Josh uh, said, uh, I think it might have been in... in I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was elsewhere, but he's like, well, I was excited, but now they put Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts in and I am less excited for this game again. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, I didn't use a horse the whole Breath of the Wild. I, I got on I got on two horses because they were story horses um, and uh-huh. I, I got a couple other horses just to try it out. But traversal was I used my own two footsies and I climbed up really? the backs of mountains and ran all all over the place i did not ride horses basically at all interesting i had a similar experience especially once you can just gale your way into the air and then just glide it's not that bad yeah and and like they like horses is a big enough thing that they're like here's horse places you can put your horses here and call them and get them and so like it's a right. it's a feature that they were like you can use all the time you can if you want you can hit a button and the horse will stay on the road so you don't have to drive the horse yourself. The horse will know where to yeah. go. And I didn't do that. I just ran around and, and climbed up. the. That's why I found Hiteno Village backwards, because I was like, I'm going to climb up here. Then I was like, there's a house here. That's weird. People are hitting it with a hammer. And then I looked to the left. And I was like, oh, there's a whole town here. Oh, neat. But like, I don't think you're going to have to put the tractor together. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you're going to have to 
do that weird there's like a it's like a metal door from a shrine with like four fans uh-huh slimered to it that you can fly around and like i think i think there's going to be a lot of different ways to do stuff if you don't want to like wacky races together a uh of some sort of contraption i don't think you're gonna have to but i am excited oh, to i'll tell you that for very me. so do you think do you think like a la kingdom hearts gummy ships like they'll just have like you can build one on your own if you want but there's also templates uh i've never played kingdom hearts so i don't know what the mechanics of building a gummy ship is <laughs> but i from what good, i hear from point. shannon it's awful so yeah as someone who just experienced kingdom hearts one for the first time uh, the gummy ships was like for a split second. I was like, "Oh, cool! There's Star Fox in this game," <laughs> and then I was pretty much immediately just like, "I don't need this out of yeah. the general experience. Like, it's fine. It's inoffensive." Yeah. But I'm looking for like everything else that this package comes with more. So there's than... some there's some people that love it, but I think uh, Pete, if that is how it works, where it's like you can you can customize because I know you can you can customize it. Uh, Shannon just never did because mm-hmm. she hates vehicles in video games. Um, so like when this trailer came out, she was like, oh, they showed me Ganondorf, who I love, and then vehicles, uh-huh. which I hate. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but like, I don't, That's I don't think you're going to need to, because there's also in the last trailer, there is that like cool, big kite thing that you're flying on. So like there are, yes. and that you didn't make that. I'll, I, I can guarantee you did not put that together. That was a Tracy mm-hmm. original. If it's any, if anyone made it, <laughs> um, but like I so I don't think you're going to have to put this stuff together. I think it's going to be like just another thing they put in the game, because like like I mm-hmm. said, like the first Breath of the Wild, like there's a lot of like here's weird systems that always work the way they work. And you can use them in ways that nobody intended. If you want, um, you can if you want to drop two bombs really quick and blow one up so hard it hits you in the butt that it flings you across <laughs> the map. You can do that. <laughs> Um, but we, right. we didn't put that in on purpose. Uh, it just happens that way because it's the way it works. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about how funny? I maybe it's just me, but how funny the headlights on that car look. The, that car looks <laughs> like a like a like a Beverly Hillbillies jalopy, and I don't know how. <laughs> like Link, I love Link in it being a country bumpkin because he always is. He's always just some kid from the sticks, mm-hmm. and like this is the first time in a game that like. He's he's canonically maybe not, but he's still like just some kid like he's not rich. He's his dad's a a pretty OK night and like but right. like nothing special. And then they see Link and they're like that this kid has it. That's like how he becomes her guard. Um, But like he's just like he's just a redneck tooling around. <laughs> he found <laughs> he found four tires in the pond and he put it together on this board yeah. and he tied it together with a slimer rope and there's a battery in it and now he can drive it wherever he wants. Someone made the mistake of giving him this guardian arm garage to build his cars yeah. in. And uh yeah, and it's probably going to be everyone's mistake. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm from a trailer park. I know very well that like if you give us enough stuff and 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 time on our hands, we just we'll just do weird stuff we'll just make a car that from from a bunch of things that we found you know i think there's only one vehicle that's on like the forefront of my mind that i'd like to make and i don't know if this is possible (laughs) (laughs) but i want to make like just one block you know that link can stand on on top Uh and one propelling thing at the bottom And just try and recreate the spinner from Twilight Princess. <laughs> that would be cool. I would like, because uh, like the two that we, we see three, but we don't really get a good look. We see a hot air balloon. And by hot air balloon, I mean a basket 
and a balloon and there's just some Slimer rope yeah. attaching it. There's like the, the ecto cooler rope uh, that I'm assuming is spirit magic, keeping it together. There's the, the four <laughs> fans stuck to the door. Um, and then the, the, the Beverly Hillbillies jalopy and they have like a, <laughs> like a joystick that he's holding on to. And so, like, I think as long yeah. as you have enough room to put that thing down, you, you might be able to make anything. Him what holding on to that joystick that you mentioned is the most, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't believe this is actually running thing it's that so I've good. ever seen Lincoln. I want to make uh, the, from, in One Piece, when they go to Skypea, there's the little, like, one-person scooter boat that Nami gets. Oh yeah, like the jet ski. Yeah, it's like a jet ski, but it run. It's on cloud. Like if I can make a jet ski, I I might use that a lot. Uh, just just do. It. <laughs> also, like I know for a fact that some of these things are going to interact with. There's going to be some weird physics stuff you can do. The speed run is going to hinge on you making a weird little mm-hmm. jalopy and launching it <laughs> into a hot air balloon and bouncing <laughs> off of that to get up to a sky island in three seconds. I can't wait. Just the fact that there was this extended verb set that they were able to completely hide from us for two trailers. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, uh, you can fully build vehicles that like, yeah, oh, you uh-huh. remember the bird that we showed you? Uh, you can build like 10 times crazier stuff than that. Also, we built that. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you spent 45 minutes thinking that was the primary mode of transportation yeah. in the last trailer <laughs> conversation. I cannot believe that the number one secret of this game so far has been making ghost glue Lego cars. It's wild. <laughs> Like and and the fact that they hit it because they also didn't hide it because they showed Pierre in the first one. They're like, hey, here's some weird stuff that's being held together by spirit juice. And then mm-hmm. later they're like, that's a car. <laughs> you can drive <laughs> Pierre. <laughs> How fun is it? How fun is it that this game can kind of just play their hand slowly like this? Like it can <laughs> have these secrets. And then at the same time, there's like this weird Liz Alfos encampment mining ore for Ganon's war and you're just ru- you're just tooling around in the boonies on your car you make out of some stuff you found at your friend's garage oh it's so the good the most Mad Max we've ever oh, been video games it's so good while we're on the topic of transportation I guess we should mention this one room really quick I, I think we mentioned it briefly before yes there is a room with a bunch of octopus claws coming out of the ground uh, at Link, it looks like they can pull at him or something. One of them seems to be holding a spindle of thread, maybe. So maybe this yeah. is like a changing station. We really only have seen two outfits for Link still. The um, well, the thread, the thread or the cable, I'm pretty sure is going to be. I mean, that's at least what led to me to think that there's going to be something where you can connect between islands. Oh, or something. that's the connecting station. So this looks like an upside down guardian like this just looks like you're standing on the bottom of guard that's a <laughs> oh, very <does>. fun observation <laughs> also uh the the little the runes on him uh that translates to transport um, right oh so right. which makes it feel like that this is in air like a place where an, a menu of actions open up. yeah is beetle in the other room peddling his, his thing <laughs> he's like what's up i um, my name's beetle i caught one of these upside down and now mm-hmm. it changes your clothes that one looks like it's holding a speaker to set the mood 
Um, the the spindle looks like a speaker to me. So. I hope that what happens is when you like plant Link on one of these, it like fully 180 flips upside down, and we have like mm-hmm. Beetle doing his like exercise <laughs> by keeping uh-huh. it moving, and then like the menu selection comes up of like change clothes transport to a different area uh connect spindle with a different sky island and then based on whatever you choose Hmm. it flips back to link and it does whatever action mobile base would be that would be really neat because the like i i don't know where this is because the like the the walls have like wood like there's just like a wood like around it it's a shack yeah and you can see out but it's like it's like are we high up or are we flying i get the feeling we're high up i get the feeling i don't know but i get you yeah i do because you can see in the top left and the top right you can see kind of out the cracks and it looks like you're high up but it's like it also could be like maybe we're just like on a cliff like you know there's also like sheikah symbols like it kind of looks like the yiga hideout but like if it was like hmm. the Sheikah made that instead of the Yiga. My assumption uh, was that this is going to be either at Pura or Robbie's place. And this is just where you make your cars. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about Pura helping you out with cars. I just want someone to be my mechanic. Yeah. You know, I want to call somebody and have them help me. I love Pura too. So that would be, that would be very fun. Oh, this game needs a cool mechanic character and a cool mechanic outfit. Like so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to see that because this is like one of the weird because it also does like my literally my first thought was like oh I stand on this and it gives me new clothes like this is like a like some sort of cartoon changing station where it's going to be like and the arms are going to fly all over the place oh yeah and I'm going to have temporary armor made out of whatever it found or so, you know something I don't know what but like oh. it, it could be anything and they showed it they could just be. show it and they're like I don't know here's some here's upside down guardian you're standing on its its uh, its bottom like at the bottom side of it couple other quick hits um as we start to like wind down a little bit i do want to talk about the fact that there is a new style of arrow that link gets it seems to be a magic charged arrow that can home in on enemies so this looks like a completely different arrow from ones we've seen before so that might just be the function of this arrow Mm -hmm. it seems to be magic the tip seems to be one of those cotton swabs well it seems to blow up you like load it with magic and it expands yeah it it, like it expands like a balloon and like like magic goes into it like wind and then it flies but it does (laughs) blow up and it turns it like makes like a like a 45 degree turn in midair to hit to home in on something so cool it's so cool but pete the thing you said hit me 30 seconds after you said that as usual that is totally (laughs) pierre's cotton swab but yeah i I, it looks i'm glad that they're still experimenting with uh even the tool set that we are very familiar with with breath of the wild yeah it like having new kinds of arrows is like a really easy way to be like combat can be different now because like here's a whole bunch of new stuff aside from like the three that you know this one turns if you need it to so that's pretty neat give me a bunch of wacky arrows in this one i want like a big cartoon boxing glove arrow i want like you know <laughs> usb arrow the full hawkeye i want the full hawkeye yes, exactly. uh, uh sweet um i would i would like an arrow that has a rope on it that i can shoot and attach to uh maybe one of those bells things that are floating in the sky and then zip line or or and it, it reels you in almost like a, a hooked shot of, of some, some kind. kind what i'm saying is give me the hook shot. <laughs> i i was thinking a totally different thing of like hey you are on two sky islands make a connective rope and then jump on 
your shield, your shield and, and Tony Hawk down there. Yeah. Be radical. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of sky elements, there's a couple stuff I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet. Okay. And we're like getting pretty far into the recording. Let's talk about it. Firstly, there is this new enemy on an Island somewhere that is just a big golem made of blocks, like squares. Oh, oh big, big Garganackle. Um, <laughs> he hasn't played Pokemon yet. Oh, you have it. Oh, I love Garganackle. Uh, Josh explained that yes. last it's time a, he was it's here. It's like if, if Minecraft was in Pokemon, it's just a, it's a what if Minecraft right. was made out of salt uh, and it's a Pokemon and I named the first version is a little mushroom so I named it Toadette and then um, it turned into a big Minecraft salt golem that looks nothing like Toadette and I was very surprised um, yes but uh, but yeah it's a big the big block boy yeah it's a it's a Zelda push these blocks somewhere puzzle but it comes for you exactly for a vengeance uh, there's also one block that is different like it's arm like like right armpit block is like different and i'm like mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna have to hit that to turn it off or to blow its arm off and then the the that block will be somewhere else on it and that's how you disable it true um something. yeah the idea it's... that you look at this enemy and you're like oh i can run up this enemy and that, that was, is very fun that to was me. my first thought was like oh Ooh, i'm climbing yeah. that boy like uh-huh. <laughs> for sure getting up there any any like step closer to Shadow of the Colossus is perfect for me. Except, uh, Pete, can I remind you of uh, the imprisoned? Well, <laughs> which we fought literally what feels like a thousand times in the course of well, one year season of Hello High Roll. It gets e- it gets easier if you just jump on its head from up high. Once you learn uh. the strats, yeah, but when you don't got to fight all the weird bubble tootsies. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know if, what that. If you ignore the yucky fingers and the yucky, yucky toes, toes, then like, yeah. Uh, I yeah, and this is so weird. And like, that's demise too. Am I correct in thinking? Yeah, it it's kind of demise. Yep, that's demise. It's like demise, like translated through the telephone game, essentially. Right. Like it's he's not coming out right. <laughs> it's like the Zant, but Zant's Zant's at least like weird. Like Zant is like, mm-hmm. and 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 Mid is like this guy's a punk. He's like he's nothing. He's just. He's just weird and took over, and that's the only reason he's in charge. And at the end, uh-huh. no, well, I won't spoil it because you guys are you got uh, I don't want, for your listeners. So you know, like in old school cartoons, like there's like a keyhole in a door, and a character will squeeze through the keyhole, and they'll come out looking all yeah. weird. That's that's the imprisoned. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what if you what if you Felix the cat uh, demise through a keyhole, and then <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay. It's just so weird that they're like, here's the, the ultimate, he is hate incarnate, and he is Ganon's rage and curse, and he also, he looks like a big Muppet with yucky toes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's oh, Zelda, man. baby. <laughs> yes. They maybe didn't knock it out of the park with that one character design. That game does have a lot of great character designs, not its ultimate beast of hate incarnate. But- Demise looks cool, but the demise is pretty cool imprisoned is like okay okay now speaking of of blocks and cubes there are these islands that some of them you see far away in the distance that are just a perfect perfect cube have you seen i saw someone i think it was zeltic Mm -hmm. saying that these might just be the zonai labyrinths but elevated out of the ground Oh, that could be neat that's a cool like, idea. I hope that they have shifted around. Like, that is a cool concept, but if it's the same ones, then oh, what are we they, doing? They, I would have to assume they would, like, Rubik's Cube yeah, into a different yeah, yeah. shape. Have you seen the movie Cube? <laughs> I have not, but I understand it in the premise. It's a big yes. Rubik's Cube, but it's also a, a horror movie about it. Uh, and they're trapped it's, in there. It's a and, death trap. Yeah, and it's a big death trap, and they move around, and sometimes they're 
they spit acid and it doesn't seem very fair. And I know that that's not the point of the cube, but I like it whenever there's some sort of uh, uh, obstacle in a horror movie like that, that there are rules that people can apply. <laughs> um, yes. Right. Like, I think I think that also like and to be perfectly fair, um, if that is literally the zone, I labyrinths just lifted up. I don't remember how to get around them. I jumped up on top of them and ran down into the, <laughs> <laughs> the beginning. It's a good point. Um, it's fair. At least two of them. One of them I had to find my way through and it was not great. And the other two, I was like, I'm going to find a higher place and glide to the top and then go to where I need to go. Perfect. Um, it's either that or it's going to be like the arena ones. Like it might be the like arena, but then also you got big cube boy just like out oh, in the yeah. open. So I don't, that might also be, you know, I want to know that. what everything is. It's the Christmas morning feeling. It's I'm so excited about this game. <laughs> it's wild that it still feels like there are so many secrets. It really is yeah. a great thing. Speaking of secrets, uh, I'm glad that they didn't hold off on us uh, on learning what the Amiibo did for this game. Huh? Do we got any Amiibo I, fans? I need a Young Link Amiibo stat. So what, is that the one that makes the Majora's Mask? Majora. Yeah, uh -huh. it changes your glider pattern, which means... Yeah. I'm going to be able to buy glider patterns in like a Tenno village or something. I'm pretty Ooh, sure. I didn't even think about that. Or like find them maybe. I don't know. Like I, mm -hmm. I just feel like there are going to be ones you can get outside of the Amiibo ones. Um, we just bring it to that guy in, I think it's a, a Tenno who can just dye your clothes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And it's just like, jump in with your glider. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild. So each, each amiibo from the different games gives you a glider themed on said games. We've got the uh, new Tears of the Kingdom amiibo, which looks pretty fresh. Oh, uh, we have the one from Breath of the Prior, Breath of the Wild game. We have uh, Zelda's uh, Loftwing amiibo, which has like a nice little Hylian crest. And then, yep. as Pete mentioned, we have Young Link, which has a glowing-eyed Majora's mask, uh, yes. which like functionally... Let's be clear about the tone of this trailer. Most of this trailer has been like, was like taking place at night. It seems like a very mm -hmm. dark game. And when Nintendo does night, like, listen, Nintendo does a lot of great things. They're not like the graphical fidelity of these games. It's like, if you're going <laughs> to show rainy night for the whole trailer, it's like, all right, it's not the easiest to see. Right. But you have those uh -huh. Majora's Mask guys glowing at night. They're going to be the so headlights good. on, like, yeah, there like you on your Beverly Hillbilly. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Something, by the way, about uh, the Skyward Sword one. Uh, if you use the amiibo that's um, Zelda and Rock, uh, the streamers on it are zelda's braids that's cool or, you know her hair that's cute really cool touch that is an incredible catch i did not see that until this i didn't moment. notice that I, i'm hoping that the the um wolf link and midna amiibo gives me a cool twilight pattern on it because i have should just ooh. give you like a, a fist that comes out of midna's oh, hand be, just coming the out two of streamers the are her hands are uh, <laughs> yes and then the, yes, that's um, the 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 just the symbol on it is like the symbol that's on wolf link's head <laughs> he just has the weird mm -hmm. curse symbol um i i also the my only problem with the majora's mask one is that if you like I know it's just because of a toy that you can touch to your game machine, right? Like, I get that, and I'm on board with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, in-universe, that's a thing from another place, and, like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to think about that. Like, how how do hmm. you know about Termina this link? <laughs> like, that's a 
fair question did that hit you at all in breath of the wild did you play with the amiibo stuff uh, the only there? time i used amiibo was to get and then summarily lose epona um because i didn't know that you had to check her into a horse hotel before turn your game off yeah and she just doesn't come back again you can't you i can can't... see why you didn't use horses uh for the rest of the game after that it was like the third thing i did was lose uh opponent and then the other times it's like it drops like a chest and some fish uh for the most part and like the chest some might have a there's like a one in a million chance that has like the pants of the twilight hero or like the hat from wind waker you know but um i i wasn't just gonna sit there and tap them every whenever the chance happened yeah can we just like race your horse what i thought you were gonna say is that you got opponent and immediately had opponent killed accidentally and then you like had to go talk to horse satan you know to to get it back the only time i talked to the horse devil was to just to like check (laughs) off the area and they were like hey you haven't killed any horses good because if you had oh you would not have enjoyed this this conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. You're horrifying. Um, and your name is like Mala or something, which makes me think that there mm. is some sort of Malin connection there. It might just be in the name because she's the horse girl. Um, but oh, um, you just put a, did a you terrible never, yeah, brain in the, my yeah, head, Jake. It's, uh, Jake, it's, it's like our job to think about this <laughs> stuff. And I think you kind of just got both of us there two hours into this podcast. I don't remember how I got here uh, besides <laughs> horses. Oh, so I spawned in Epona uh, or Epona. I she's, I called her Epona when I first read it. And then I sometimes call mm. her that. We all know how that goes with um, your various Dekus and Dekus and whatnot. Of course. Uh, but like, and then I, I, I think she just ran off and I was like, oh, I'll get it. I'll just I'll pop her in again later. And the game was like, haha, no, you will not. <laughs> That's not how the game works. And I was like, oh, sad. <laughs> I can't have the trio of. <laughs> You know, the Ganondorf horse, the Zelda horse, and the Link horse. So that's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. The Ganondorf horse, which I think I named Gun. Uh, it was very... I think I named mine Beefcake. <laughs> I named the the other one Milkshake. The Zelda horse mil- is Milkshake, Beefcake, and then I think I have one called Blueberry, and I don't remember any of the other ones. Oh, that's very um, good. That's a- okay, so to, to bring this back to this yes. game really quick, <laughs> uh, uh, because this is something I wanted to mention in my notes here is that with the introduction of vehicles and hover vehicles and whatnot, I think the chances of having rideable loft wings just plummeted to zero. Oh, almost negative. Uh, you know, <laughs> look, we didn't think Gliok was going to be in it either, you know? So keep your heart three Ooh, stacks. That's true. But, you know? but here's the thing. I think uh, standard enemies and even like bosses to some extent, they will go back and reuse and like, you know, he knocks, bring them back. Yeah, like Redeads, let's bring them back. Mm -hmm. I think, like we were saying earlier, like main characters and like support characters, I think is far like, aside from the ones that they've established, you know, we could see Tingle, we could see Beetle, we could see like some form of gay horror, but like, I don't think we're seeing Loftwings. Guys, if we see Tingle in this game, I might actually like explode into space. We know like he is around, right? Do we? I mean, there's the there's the there's the you can get his outfit, but like I can also get a T-shirt 
that says Nintendo Switch on it. So I don't know if that's <gasps> it's yeah, really the hard. Same. It's really hard to logically say anything conclusive yeah. when you can get a T-shirt that says Nintendo right. Switch on like, it. You huh? can get, like you can get like Phantom Ganon outfit, and like does that mean that like Phantom Ganon lost his pants somewhere, or does that uh, just okay. mean that like that's for because it's like video game and they wanted to give you that because you got the DLC? You know? DLC you got to write off as gamey whammy, but the fact that Tingle Island exists, I think, kind of makes there is it Tingle Island and and uh, Ankel Island, and then. Davdi Island, because they're all the, the letters are all uh, flipped uh, around a little bit, mm-hmm. which is really fun if you have dyslexia and immediately go. This just says Tingle and Angle and David, um, and then and then a minute later you're like, that oh those aren't that's not the order that the word is in. Never mind. This is uh, I figured out your clever ruse, Nintendo, by having a you solve their puzzle. Yeah, we are hitting the two hour mark, but. I want to make sure if there are other things you guys want to talk about uh, that excite you. I can just rattle off the last remaining bullet points I have and see if, if and like and just scream if there's I've got some, something in there will probably hit one of us. So, OK, so I'm just going to rattle them off. And if it resonates with you, just shout hit me. <laughs> uh, OK, so do you guys think Ganondorf is going to rehydrate at all or he's going to stay as a re-dead Ganondorf the whole time? I am I am, I am predicting rehydrate just because I am on team. Ganondorf is also a victim of Demise's curse and you will save him and be friends. And I... That is perfect for and me. And I'm a dreamer and I will, <laughs> I will believe it until they show me otherwise. I want what Jake said, but I am team rehydrate and then he's going to definitely attack the heck out of you. But there's also oh. another antagonist that we haven't seen yet. I hope there is. That'd be so if Ganon, cool. I if Ganon cursed. gets Ganon's, that would be so wild. Because like, or does Ganon do the Ganoning? Does or is oh, oh so yeah, the, um, yeah. Well, could, could go both ways. But 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 I guess they wouldn't have shown Ganon first if they were going to do that trick again. Uh, but if we're expecting to not expect it, right. should be expected yeah. more. I see. I think next question, any, Pete. Yes, uh, Malice or Demise is my is so Ganon's getting Ganon's going to be Malice or Demise. I'm putting that on the on the, on the board. if it's Demise at the end and you actually break the cycle. It's my dream. Mwah, That's Chef my dream. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh next bullet point the spotlit sheikah towers oh, the, what is going the on new weird sheikah towers yeah i forgot about those did you see any of these in the trailer chris yeah they don't, they yeah, don't talk so about we, them but they're there and it's weird <laughs> we mentioned it super briefly earlier but yeah like the base of these sheikah towers are like bright lit yellow right and then they have like they like like they're shaped different now they have like weirder yeah. like tops that are like rounder and then they have like little fins kind of coming off them I don't think those are Sheikah Tower anymore, but I don't know like what they what's going on with them, you know, because there's a lot of new stuff around and I don't know what the deal is. Uh, it, they could be like retrofitted Sheikah Towers that like are different now. They could be Zonai Towers. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk function for a second, right? So Sheikah Towers in Breath of the Wild, they were a high point for you to get to so that you could uncover the geography of the map, right? Right, yeah. But what does that mean in a game where you spend 50 50- let's say, give or take 50% of the game in the sky, you know? Suddenly they're not such a high point, right? So they probably have a different function. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, the maybe they're the the kite ports, like the the, the kite or, you know, your homemade door and four fans mm. flying machine. Uh-huh. Um, maybe they're, like, something like that, and you got to climb up them. Or, you know, once you do one time, you can teleport to them, I imagine. Um they might also serve the same function, but just like be different and have like another thing they do aside from like upgrade your map. Like just because you're in the sky all the time doesn't mean you know what the map looks like. You know what I mean? Like that That's unless true. it writes yeah. it as you see it. I don't I don't think it would do that. But like 
it might still be the same. Like, I don't know. That's the those those things are weird because I didn't notice them on like my first couple watches, and I was like, wait a minute, I I could have sworn those were all gone in all the other trailers. <laughs> to some extent, I was wondering like, is this just a visual thing because? Maybe a lot of this game takes place at night, or maybe it's dark, and they I just really wanted... would hope it doesn't uh, for me personally, because it's uh, rough to 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 walk around at night and not be able to see all the cool stuff they made in the video game. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just this trailer had a very night heavy vibe. Actually, because of the spotlights, I'm kind of leaning more towards retrofitted now. Now that I think about it, are they like lighthouses for like maybe when you're flying like, around? You know, Robbie got to them at some point. It was like, well, now these are you know these are ours now. It's just upside down guardians on the top that they put a light bulb in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I I you don't think these could be dungeon entrances? Could they? Here's the thing, right? Like again, we're playing Ocarina of Time right now. You literally walk into a whale's mouth at one point, and they're like, this is a dungeon. Yeah. So, like, you kind of hope that a dungeon <laughs> entrance isn't going to be, like, the same thing in multiple All places the same on the map. Yeah. And I also, like, if, like, the, a lot of people's, it wasn't mine, but I understand where everyone's coming from with the, the Breath of the Wild has no dungeons. Like, sure. you got 120 mm-hmm. shrines, like, I feel like 30 of them were just tested, were fight one guy in the middle and, like, a varying strength and, like, not terribly fun. Some of them sure. were puzzles so obtuse that I don't know how I beat them. I just kept <laughs> moving the orb around until the door opened and, like, <sighs> sure. Yep. Um. So, like, I, I feel like if they're putting dungeons back in it, that might be one of the things that they're keeping close to the chest to be like, ha, we heard you. There are dungeons now. Um, and I would also mm-hmm. hope that they are weird, like, this is a whale. Walk into the whale. You are now in a dungeon. Trippy ones. Um, oh, you oh you went down the well? You are in a dungeon now. Oh, uh, you're in... This is a house. Mm-hmm. This is like a regular house. Psych, it's the forest temple. Um, ooh, ooh, and it actually is the Ocarina of Time forest temple, but like... You know, it's changed over time. Just, yeah, and Breath of the Wildified. Yeah, I would, I would yeah, be really yeah. down uh, for anything they could, like, they could do. There's gotta be a forest one, a fire one, a water and or ice one, and then one that's just a house. Yeah, just, just someone's <laughs> place. Bring back sculptulas. Ooh, Skulltula quest would be really good. That's a very interesting point. So I don't think we're getting Skulltulas if we're being real, but we have not seen, I don't, at least we don't know that what that we've seen, whatever the collectible is for this game. I, yeah, I'm I... Still still banking on Minish. I would love okay. that. I Okay. The um the little bell things that we talked about that looked like they could be like either hookshot points or zipline attachment points or whatever. The uh, uh-huh. One of the people I was, I, I think it was Graham Poober that said it, was like, is that, is like, or maybe it was Zeltic, I think, in his live stream was like, is that, a Korok is that, and I was like, I don't think they're gonna do Koroks again because they did put nine hundred of them in the first game. But if they yeah. don't, if they don't put a little guy that I can find in here, mm-hmm. what is gonna occupy that? Hey, look, you found something space that, and look, look, a lot every video game has that now. So maybe Nintendo's like, we're we're over that, we're not doing that again. Um, but also, maybe they're like, that's yeah, Minish now. <laughs> now you gotta find little guys, and you can shrink down and go in their house, and their bed is a shoe, or you know. Um, <sighs> the best <laughs> yeah i have maybe two more things actually what this is like a half one the nazca lines whatever they're called uh in this game uh if you you can run across them normally the grass is just glowing and it doesn't seem to do anything if you ride across it. i saw it right. referred to as projected like people said it was projected down and i was like i don't know from where oh. so i don't think so but it does it does feel like either the the grass now grows in this form or something has imprinted it on the area. Interesting. So I don't know. Um, I also do like, 
can't wait to find out what those things are because it's a weird thing to just have in every trailer and that not was, talk well, about. Our theory last time was was uh, fast travel points, right? There's, yeah, but they're huge. They're so big that, like, and especially in this one where, like, you can see Link, and at first you're like, wow, some of this grass, the light's hitting it weird. And you're like, no, that's a that's a pattern I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's, I feel like it's way too big to be a fast travel point, but also you can fast travel to the, the be- divine beasts. So, like, I don't know. Just really quick, I want to retract my last guess for the, the Sheikah Towers. I think those are going to be garages. I think those are going to be where we can oh. build vehicles. And okay. like maybe there will be a character. Maybe that's why there are lights outside of each of them, because they're like active mm-hmm. garages. Because they're like gas stations. They're gas stations keeping the malice away with, with their big <laughs> floodlights. <laughs> the last thing about the Nazca lines I wanted to say is that, like, I'm pretty sure there's... Mm, I can almost guarantee you, actually, that there's going to be a side quest where you have to take a picture of each one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. hold on. You don't have a Sheikah Slate, so... You grow an eye out of your hand. Oh, that your would camera? rule. That would be if you're just if you just hold your hand up and you're like, <laughs> oh, that'd be cool too. <laughs> or Zelda's got a Sheikah slate. I still am holding out hope that they're you not can. gonna make Zelda play. And you can run around as Zelda, and you got you got other you got the Sheikah slate stuff with Zelda. You got new cool hand stuff with Link. By the way. Zelda's Sheikah Slate is not the Breath of the Wild Sheikah Slate. No, it's it's different. Yeah, it's like... Right, it's different. Yeah, She's got the iPhone 10 (laughs) uh, to your Wii U gamepad that you were hauling around in Breath of the Wild. It's so strange. That's the reason they have... Anyway, last two. Two biggins. Thyflo Ruins. You know the place that uh, was covered in permanent darkness? Now is just a forest. You see it in like two shots and it's just there so like there's going to be a lot of play i mean this is an obvious example but it it's uh really sells home to me that like so many different things are going to be different now yeah that's, yeah that's one of like the, you know. the big things that i was like not worried about but like had a concern which is like they had a whole game with breath of the wild like i don't want to just be like here it is here's it over the top and then but now you get uh you get some underground stuff and sky stuff but the rest of it looks mm-hmm. like typho ruins is different bare minimum every some other stuff will be aside from like malice leaking out of various places in the earth and stuff so yeah we've seen a few villages that have been notably kind of different which yeah fingers um, crossed last thing uh and maybe i misinterpreted this one there's a shot at some points real quick it's like at the canyon entrance to gerudo uh desert where apparently, like, several different uh, Molduga are, like, Bugs Bunny-ing through the canyon, where they don't usually go. It seems like such a nightmare, that idea that there are multiple <laughs> in one small area. I did not even notice this. Um, I guess I did not watch close enough any of the time. They're <laughs> duning underground, like, four of them at once. I got that one from Zeltic. I'm wondering if, uh, like, this is going to mean you're, you can just encounter Molduga anywhere now, and, like... I've seen randomizers of Breath of the Wild where Mulduga do attack like randomly, you know, yeah, in you're anywhere, just like, you're, and that yeah, is you're outside Hateno and a Mulduga flies out. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of fight, fighting a Lionel and a Mulduga comes up and attacks you, it would just be like, mm-hmm. I give up. Uh, I mean, like, you'd, uh, you'd hope you could alien versus predator them, but I don't know if the, if it's built to work that way. <laughs> maybe in the new one, maybe in, maybe in Tears of the Kingdom. Also, another cool thing is if there's Mulduga just running around, like, and you can go underground. Like if there's a what if like there's just a cavern, just a oh, Mulduga yeah. just like falls from the ceiling. If you just like run around a cavern and then like a big head pops out of the wall, not the whole body, but just like a head pops out and like tries mm-hmm. to eat you, like that would be terrible. But uh <laughs> they could do it. But uh that's it for me. 
<laughs> That's all um, my bullet points. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that I wanted to hit that uh that we didn't. All right, well, I'll tell you what. We could uh revisit this conversation a few months into after mm. Tears of the Kingdom comes out, and we could gather the stats of all of our uh, absolute <laughs> oh, bonkers predictions and see what we got right <laughs> and what we got wrong. Uh I I'd, I'd be down. That could be fun. I have to apologize for this pun. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, and we're just the three of us are the, you know, the Tears of the Kingdom, uh, uh, the trio for this podcast. And immediately my brain said, three musketeers. I went to tier list of the kingdom. <laughs> um, oh, oh, actually, there is one more thing. We do see a dragon. Right. We do see a dragon. In this trailer? In, in the trailer. Yeah. It's uh, it's really quick. It's uh, it's up in the sky, obviously. Uh, and it the way it's lit. It's hard to tell if it's Nadra or Farosh. Uh it cuz like it has it looks like it probably is Nadra but there's like some yellow going on that looks like Farosh like the little like the kind of lightning mm-hmm. crown sort of deal he has. Nadra's the one they've shown in the previous trailers, right? We saw like the tail of it in the in the back and I'm pretty sure it was. I think this one is Nadra but just the the one shot it is it's like kind of blown out so it's hard to tell and just there's part of me is like new dragon. Do we get a new one? <laughs> but I, you know, oh. If there's a fourth dragon when the other ones are based on, like, the goddesses, what are they going to do? This dragon... Oh, okay. This is not going <laughs> to... Let me tell you about the sand dragon. This is a concept... Uh, let me let me pull from my uh, time playing Twilight Princess, because... Jake, I just want to talk about the dungeon storytelling in Twilight Princess. It's extraordinarily good. (laughs) There's nothing like it. So the thing about the dragons is it was like the number one thing when people talk about moments in Breath of the Wild. The first time you see a dragon is like kind of across the board, the moment that everyone talks about. So it just makes me feel like the dragons, obviously, they're in this game. They've got to do something different with them, probably. I wonder what that's going to be, especially because you can get up in that sky now. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. That dragon that we see, because it's like, it's sort of like a pale white, right? And there's like some Mm -hmm. yellow coloring. Like it could, it could, it was probably Nadra. But it could be Frosh, but it could be a new dragon. That dragon, you're up there. You're like, oh, God, how did I get up on the Sky Island? That dragon lands, turns into Tracy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You find the other dragons. Perfect. Oh, Frosh lands. That's a lady. Pierre, also oh. a dragon. <laughs> Dinner yeah, lands. Right, that's like... a lady. When you said in, in one of your, in the Skyward Sword episode where you said that the three goddesses are like eldritch gods, like they're like elder gods, because mm-hmm. like Hylia is the one presiding and those ones are like, we came down, we made everything and we dipped. Um, like that just stuck in my brain. And then I was like, what if the dragons are the goddesses? They just, they can turn into dragons when they want because they're stupid powerful. Um, and so just like, like didn't all just land and it's just this like big beefy warrior woman with horns who can breathe fire. Uh, like <laughs> nodding emphatically. That would yes. be the coolest thing they could do with the goddesses and dragons in any of these games. Or like, or or flip it. You're you're like you go up to there's like a a new shack or whatever on Lanaira. Yeah, Lanaira. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, what's in here? It's a workshop, and it's just like some some ladies just like banging on a hammer, putting something together, and then she oh. like something happens outside. She goes outside, turns into a dragon to take care of it. <laughs> Like, Nehru is a dragon mechanic. Yes. If they start going Greek myth about it, maybe bring back like, you know, uh, you can implement some of the designs from the Oracle designs. Yeah. Three of them. Yeah. Like they're going to be putting those games out. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
So, you know, just just get ready for everything. I don't know. I I would love that of just like the oh, those dragon friends that you talk to cuz you talk to Nadra like when you yeah. when you free her from the uh yeah. the malice like what if that what if she could just turn into a lady and we never came across that in the game because it's not in the first one? I love that idea. I realize we're going super long here, but based on the colors, it's like kind of pale white with like some spots of yellow. What if, okay, yes, possibly the lady you're talking to that could be Hylia. What if it's also Zelda? Zelda turns into a dragon? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm on board. I like I because she's got Hylia. That's her Hylia power. She can turn into a dragon. Yeah. You never see her yeah, use man. Hylia powers in Skyward Sword because she's always in the past or behind a wall or whatever. She was turning into dragons, killing demise all over time. Gang, we are losing our minds. <laughs> For sure. But um, I also really like these ideas. Berserk theory crafting is a <laughs> staple of Hello Hyrule, and I think it's perfect. That's the fun thing about always starting at around 8 p.m. at night is by the end of it the weird stuff comes out it's, you just you get silly by the end i yeah i the my ultimate dream of dreams is ganondorf is good you save him you team up mm -hmm. the power of friendship and the, the three of you fight the evil dream number two the dragons land and turn into ladies and they are the the yes. sages or not the sages the oracles basically or, you know so i would really like i that. would be i would be over the moon with this then that, this game would be my <laughs> new favorite game sorry twilight princess you're great but you don't have dragons landing and turning into people i would be i would be super into that but that's all that's all that i can think of for now <laughs> Right on. And on that note, what do you say we go over to the post office and read some postcards from some of the fans about their tears of the kingdom yeah, theories? We've got one postcard here from uh, Link's mom, and then it just says real, and then it just says verified. So. <laughs> Link's mom official. <laughs> she says, okay, some things I'd like to point out. She says a lot of stuff. I'm going to paraphrase all of these postcards because uh, we're running super late. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, the tears of the kingdom logo looks like in Ouroboros, except there's two dragons instead of one. Agreed. Uh, the last time we had floating islands in the sky, Hylia had to give up her immortal form and become mm -hmm. Skyward Sword Zelda. This is... that. That's true. Kind, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the plot of Skyward Sword. Yeah. We could also have, right. like, a merging... I, there is a reality in which we have another merging moment, I think, in this story between Hylia and Zelda. That is something that we probably should have talked an hour and a half ago if we were going to start talking about <laughs> uh, I, I think we briefly covered it with, is that Tracy or is that Hylia or is that Zelda? Um, right. so. Tracy until proven otherwise. <laughs> yes. We see Zelda, it might be Zelda, most likely wearing a new dress, reaching out to Link's hand, kind of like Zelda in Link's interactions later in Skyward Sword after she recovers uh -huh. her, her Hylia memories. Link's mom is pointing out the connections between Skyward Sword's moments and the Tears of the Kingdom moments, which they might just be trying to hit that nostalgia button uh, yeah. in some ways. Mm -hmm. Could be red herrings. It could actually be legitimate connections. She says, we hear Zelda asking someone to lend her their power. What if in exchange she has to stay and guard something like the Triforce somewhere out of Link's reach? Which is why the handshot oh. turned the Link reaching up to nothing. Again, reminding us of Skyward Sword Zelda. So that could be an interesting, you know, narrative reason why Zelda might not be in the same location. Again, I think yeah. we all kind of mentioned we hope that Zelda's not just locked away. They yeah. did it with Wind Waker. They did it with Breath of the Wild. They did it with right. all of these games. Yeah. Right. She's going to be a dragon. And she's flying around. And she's going to hang out your home base. She eats the Triforce to keep it safe with inside of her. And uh, <laughs> oh. I also just real quick, we probably should have talked about this an hour and a half, but the... Um, 
Tracy slash Hylia slash Zelda might be the uh, 10,000 years ago princess, the first one um, the, from the tapestry. Oh. And then the hand is the first is the link, the hero link from the tapestry. And that is just as I think that is the, maybe the most likely thing, but also kind of the like, yeah, OK, it's the thing. Um, <laughs> but I it, the idea of like them like, hey, it's been 10,000 years and we're finally like touching hands again is like this just could be a very mm -hmm. sweet moment. Um Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. And the last thing from Link's mom here, Ballad of the Goddess is not only based on Zelda's lullaby, but specifically reversed. Tears of the Kingdom could not necessarily be closing the timeline loop, but the story of how Zelda turns into Hylia, aka the opposite of Skyward Sword, uh, and that uh -huh. there could still be another half of the story with Hylia instead of Zelda before it loops back to Skyward Sword, if it right. ever does. Because like this is if this is about breaking the loop, then yeah, they would have to include details similar to that. Yeah. You know. Um, I am skeptical. I think <laughs> so at some point between the first time we recorded one of these and this now the third time that we recorded some of these, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, I, I've come around on I don't think that there's going to be as much fan service in the final product as we have now begun to theorize there will be i think it's just when when there are gaps we fill it in with things we know but like in reality they like to do new things more I think. yeah I, and I, I think like that might also be intentional of like like we're gonna give you some things that look like things that you've seen and mm -hmm. we're gonna let you yeah. run wild with it um to like amp up your excitement and then we will surprise you with yeah. new stuff um but mm -hmm. like it also could because like the idea of it like the, also like they put out skyward sword right before this you know like on the new system right. so you could play it before and get ready that there's the the, the sure. parallels with the falling so like and it's the same director right it's the uh doing tears of the kingdom that did skyward sword i think yep. so um so like there's definitely some like that's the first one this is the last one kind of feeling you know not like they're not going to make be. another zelda because they do very specifically say the latest zelda game um they don't say like this is it because they're not that's money that they're not they you know, would that, that would be ridiculous no to way. do um, but I feel like having this be sort of like a bookend and be like, and that's the first Zelda saga. And now we can do whatever we want with Zelda uh, from here on out and not have to worry about timelines and Ouroboroses and whatever. Just to have the freedom to do whatever they want with the game series from now on. Wild West Zelda, please and thank you. <sighs> <laughs> All right. And with that, we'll close up the post office uh, one more time. Jake, it has been... Such a pleasure to be able to kind of kick back and just uh, spout out ridiculous theories with you once again. Uh, I, yeah, I also had a ton of fun. Thank you for having me. I will come back anytime you want to, to yell about Zelda. <laughs> uh, I don't want to jump around too much in the timeline, but uh, we might, you know, people might be hearing from you again uh, soon enough. <laughs> who's, who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? Stay tuned. Wink, this wink, could wink. also just all be a red herring. Who knows? <laughs> Jake, if people want to find you, if people want to listen to your podcasts, you know, where can they find you? Uh, I am I am determined to be to outlast uh, Elon on Twitter, so I will be on Twitter until they <laughs> shut the doors uh, at JJ underscore Mason. Uh, my, my various and sundry podcasts are The Morphin Grid, which we talked about, uh, which is an episode by episode recap of Power Rangers, uh, and and not to not to make any of my other kids feel bad, but it is my favorite podcast that I do. I think it's the funniest show on the internet, and that says more about me than it says about the show. But um, there is there is that uh, there is Pokemon World Tour United, uh, where Josh and our friend Alan and guests of all sorts uh, do a Pokemon actual play. There's Kingdom mm -hmm. Smarts, uh, which we also talked about, where Shannon Mayer explains Kingdom Hearts to me. 30 minutes at a time uh and then there's hard reboot which we've been on accidental hiatus because like alan moved and got a new job matt moved and got a new job 
Um, mm-hmm. I've been pretty much in the same place, but when two thirds of the podcast uh, do that, it you know gets tricky to record. Sure, um, one of my favorite podcasts. I have to say, by the way, it's it's really fun. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to figure out a time to uh, record a couple more. We have two in the tank. It's just like Matt moved and never exported them, so like they're just still on mm. his computer. And <laughs> so, right, um, right on. But yeah, it's a really fun time. Uh, it's we reboot public domain properties and it gets silly. Um, and then I think that's that about covers it. And here um, we are at the end of the night. And if there are three things I want to see in the near future, it's uh, dragons turning into cool mechanic ladies, Jake yes. outlasting Elon on Twitter, and <laughs> Jake beating the snot out of Joe Rogan in an MMA fight. I, he refuses so. to fight me. <laughs> can't even look me in the he, eyes. He's, he's so a little short. coward. He's tiny, a tiny, tiny man. Um, so small you can't see him. Can't even. See, I, and I'm short. I'm saying this as a, I'm five five, and he can't even look me in the eyes. So like. What's that say? About? Come on, you, you gotta, you gotta look a little hard. He's living in a boot. Like yeah. he's that small. He's, he's a minish. Um, he's a, he's a, a really bad. Minish. Oh no, 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 no! We can't say that because now people will draw minish Joe Rogan and send it to our email address. No, no yeah, well, you can go no. ahead and put that one on the cutting room floor. No, we're gonna have to burn the email address down if we put that out there. Pete, where can people find us? If you have any opinions on. Jeez, what? Uh, all, all the <laughs> insane things we've said the past two hours. Dragons, Pierre, Tracy, all your friends. <laughs> you can send us a postcard at HyrulePod at gmail.com or by dropping us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read your message here and you'll be helping more listeners like you to find the show. You can also find the show on Twitter, Insta, and Tumblr at HyrulePod. And you can find us individually on Twitter. I am at the edge of my Pete. I am at a man named Babs. A-B-S. That's right. I forgot about that because I'm very tired. (laughs) That's going to do it for this special star-studded episode of Hello Hyrule. Thank you for listening. Our next episode will be the brochure for the Ocarina of Time Season 4. Very exciting times. I'm going to break some stuff and I can't wait for you to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, Pete uh, already uh, introduces some theory, so uh, look forward to that. (laughs) Uh, But until then, I have been Pete. I've been Chris. And I've been Jake. What if all three of us do it at once? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that'll be dang, sonically okay. very pleasing. Excuse podcast. podcast. I went a little quick. I was so terrified one of us was going to go like twice as long. I feel like I went too quick. I panicked. That was no good. 